Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed. Time to delve into what shapes up as the ultimate trap game in the history of the Dallas Cowboys this Sunday at Washington, 425 Eastern on Fox. So much is riding on a game. The Cowboys are favored to win by 13 and a half points. Win it, and the Cowboys win the two-seed and potentially two home playoff games where they've, of course, won 16 straight games. Lose it, and they're on the road for the playoffs. And as we all know, as Keyshawn reminds again and again and again, this year's Dallas Cowboys don't play nearly as well on the road. So the playoffs effectively start this Sunday for this team on the road at their historical arch rival. Trust me on this. I've been doing this a long time. For 44 years, these teams have taken turns upsetting each other, spoiling each other's season, shocking each other when least expected. In fact, the underdog has often been the real favorite in this game. If the Cowboys come out flat for this game, if they play down, down, down to the level of competition, as we've seen them do before, and blow this game, trust me, Mike McCarthy will find himself on the hot seat and Dak's Cowboy legacy and future could come back into question. This feels like the biggest little game I can ever remember. And remember, last year with a long shot chance of winning the division, the Cowboys went to Washington, came out flat and got embarrassed by the commanders 26 to six as Dak had a QBR of 15, that's scaled zero to 100. The offense went four out of 18 on third down. The commander's starting quarterback in that game was Sam Howell. And now it sounds like the commanders are stuck with starting Sam Howell, who leads the NFL in interceptions with 19 and in time sacked with 61. They wanted to start Jacoby Brissett last Sunday against the 49ers in Washington. But Brissett pulled his hamstring. He remains out. Meanwhile, all signs point to this being the final game for Ron Rivera as head coach in Washington. This feels like a Super Bowl game in Washington to me for the commanders. So, Michael Irvin, you really know this team. How hard will it be for the Cowboys to take the commanders seriously enough from jump on Sunday? But first, Skip, I'm going to tell you something. They will look at this like a Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and most times you go in there, week 18, people think, well, this team has the bags packed and you can get out of here. That This won't be a hard game. But in Washington, things will be different. When you play the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington now commanders, yeah. 
that, that, that's a rivalry. And, and, and that's a big game, and they will be up for it. Now, my Cowboys, I'm worried. Our Cowboys, I worry in this sense. Mm. I worry in this sense. If you put on that kind of performance in the midst of last Saturday night, what was in the air and all of that and everything that went on around that game, I worry about your emotional meter, your emotional meter to get yourself going in these types of games and, and in this game with so much on the line. Now, the narrative has changed. It used to be the Dallas Cowboys can't beat any good team on the road. That thing has gotten so bad is the Dallas Cowboys can't win a game on the road. Even in your run-up, you didn't mention no. a good team anymore. No. It's just gotten so bad. You got to be a, a team on the road, yep. period. Agreed. That's where the narrative has gotten to. And this is an opportunity. I know on the outside, people will say, oh, it's just the Washington Commanders. But on the inside, everybody inside of Dallas knows how hard this game is. And you just talked about last year what happened when they went in messing around. And now that Washington has nothing to lose, you can expect fake punts, any, you, all yeah. kind of things going on in this game. And, and, and they have a talent that can, that can put you away if you're not serious. I am concerned, but I know when I hear Michael Parsons say, and, and I hear the guys say, this is an opportunity for us on the road now. I know they know it's no longer about beating a good team on the road. It's just about showing up and playing well on the road. Yeah. And, dude, do you know this opportunity that they got when I told y'all came from the heavens above when that curse was lifted, when Jimmy Johnson lifted the curse <laughs> off was. the Dallas Cowboys? Yep. Let me tell you something that you need to know here. That first year the Cowboys went in, and won the Super Bowl in 92 with Jimmy Johnson, you know what they went in as? Mm. A second seed. Mm. And went all the way to the Super Bowl. And the Cowboys have this opportunity to go in now as the second seed. Mm -hmm. What a perfect opportunity mm -hmm. to lift the cover off that Cowboy thing and take it all the way to Las Vegas when Jimmy went into the Ring of Honor to solidify that. So I feel By that... By the way, that, you went to San Francisco and shocked them at and, San Francisco. And shocked... Ooh, ooh, I forgot about that part. I forgot about that part. It was the same thing. Did you know same that? Thing. It was the same exact thing. Yeah. It was the same exact thing, I'm just saying. So, yeah, yeah, when, when they hear all that we just talked about, and they will hear this, and they get a feel for all of that, yeah, I'm, I'm confident they'll yeah. be ready when they're going to yeah. Washington. What you laughing about, Key? Because you're bringing up something from 1992. All of it. it, it last year, I used last year, too. Half the team probably wasn't even born. Man. But they were born last year when they went into Washington. That's why I commingled. Hey, Keyshawn, yeah. it feels like yesterday to me. Yeah, it feels, like, that's, you're talking it feels about exactly it, like it. That, That's what the curse did yeah. when it got lifted. This is what's going to happen. Washington's going to come to play. They yeah, they will, will come. They will because come. Because they're not only playing for they the Washington come. Commanders, they're playing for 31 other teams, too. They're playing for 31 other teams, meaning the individual players that have contracts that are, right. are going to potentially be leaving or whatever the case is. They're playing for their futures. And, yeah, it would be shocking if the Dallas Cowboys walked in there with the number two seed on the line and potentially the NFC East after going through everything that they've gone to on the road. They are not a good team on the road, despite what you may think and say. Doesn't matter if it's a good team over 500 or a bad team like Arizona. They just are not good for whatever reasons on the road. Well, it's just gotten. That's, it, that's, I say that's where the narrative has gotten. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily the reality. But the reality is they're three and five on the road. Yeah, but that means you're not be good. Three and four, but, right? But, but, 
They're, well, they're, well, they're three and they, four right now. They'll be yeah, three and five. They will be three and five they when they lost. lose this football okay. game. If they was to lose it, that is not a. That was a Ferrodian. You think that was a Ferrodian slip? That was. Are you thinking? Are you saying that was just prophetic? When you said three and five, you just, well, was that a slip I, up? Or are you pro- prophesying three no, and five? No, it was a slip up because I anticipate, okay, based on the okay. history okay. of the Dallas Cowboys, okay. that they'll probably wind up at three and five, okay. just based on all of the things that has gone on with them. This is a perfect opportunity, like I said yesterday, okay? You get two home games. You don't want to go on the road and have to go to three. You got two at home. You seize the moment, and if you're so lucky to get to San Francisco, Mm -hmm. you go to San Francisco and you figure out how to win that game. Because if you got to go on the road starting in New Orleans, I'm just going to say New Orleans. Okay. You start in New Orleans on the road. That's a tough one, right? Then wherever else you got to go, again, maybe it's a Detroit or something. I don't know. That's a tough one. And then San Francisco, we assume, won't get popped by whoever they face. That's just a juggernaut. So if I'm in that locker room and I'm with Micah Parsons and I'm with C.D. Lamb and I'm letting them know the playoffs actually start for us right now. Right now. Right now. And for us to get to the ultimate prize, We've got to make the, right the, the easy path. We don't want the hard path. The easy path is, path is two games at home, and then wherever we go from there, that's what it is. Because if they don't get to the NFC Championship game this year, it's going to be some, you know, some, some stuff going to move around, I'm sure, in yeah. Dallas. I don't know if it's the coaches or players or whatever the case is. A little bit of both. Maybe a little bit of both. But it's all lined up perfectly starting last Saturday and Sunday. When Philadelphia dropped the ball against Arizona and the Cowboys was given a gift by Dan Campbell. It was a curse being lifted. But you go ahead on. No, it was a gift. Okay. That's what a curse being lifted. It was a gift. A gift from Jimmy. It was you, both. It was, yeah. it was both. It was both. And so <laughs> you get that opportunity, Skip. Now you just seize the moment. Can they do it? Yes. Every single time we seem to say this, whether it's the Bills of Miami or as years in the past mm-hmm. where they had great records and then they go home, as Richard Sherman likes to say, division and done. Division and done. Can they change that narrative? Is that, is that am I saying it right? Divisional, the narrative? Yeah, yeah. divisional and done. Yeah. Uh, can they yeah. change that reality? Yeah. That has been the reality. Yeah, that's, that's been the, the reality. The narrative is when you guys yeah. come up with something that's not reality. They have been division oh, and done. Oh, so it's not reality that they've been division and done. Got yeah, it. It's reality. Got it. That's reality. I agree with every word both of you just spoke times a thousand. I have covered so many games in Washington that date way back before you played. And you played a whole bunch of games back at old RFK. I I used to call it the rickety field for knuckleheads because that's what it was. There were a bunch of knuckleheads there, but they made a whole lot of noise. And it was a creepy old place. It it just, the press box bounced. bounced. Everything bounced. Literally bounced. Weird, bad stuff happened there. They don't play there anymore. But I cannot express to you, well, you know, you experience it also, the hatred that that town has, our capital of our nation has, because it's, it's the, really the only, I know they got the Wizards, but, but it's, it feel, it's, it's a football town. And they hate Dallas with all their hearts and all their souls. And if you give them a shot to save their season, and if you give those players a chance to reach down on what's left of their pride and win one for a coach that I still think they love because he's a, he's a good guy. And I think he's a player's coach. And again, it's probably time for him to go with Josh Harris taking over the team. And I'm almost certain he will go. But I also think 
they're going to try to give him a parting gift, that locker room will, because he's been good to those players. So the point is, I'm going to stress again the history of this, that we'll play because it does get, it gets passed down through the legacies of right. generation to generation. And they've had a yeah. lot of great teams there and a lot of great seasons, and you right. experienced and were victimized by some of those great teams. But I just remind you, the last time our team won a Super Bowl, this man propelled it to Phoenix to the Super Bowl. But I'm going to remind you, that year, and I know what you'll say about it, but his team that went on oh, yeah. to win the Super Bowl lost twice to a Washington team that went 4-12. and 12. So two of their four wins right. came against the eventual Super Bowl champions. Now, North Turner had left as your coordinator yeah, to he head coach right, right. Washington. You can say he had the sort of the inside goods on it. But, but still, I remember because it was my birthday, on December the 4th, that's late in the year, you lost a home game to the lowly Washington. Then I'm going to say the name. They were the Redskins because that's we all. I grew up with the Redskins. But the point was it felt like the sky fell on December the 4th because you lost to them and you had to pick yourselves up and say, no, here we go. But you got help that year because – San Francisco had come to Dallas and embarrassed you at home, 38 to 20. And Steve Young didn't even play. It was Elvis Gerbach. Remember this? Oh, Oh, it was was terrible. And and yet, what happened? What happened in okay? They go to the last game of their year and they blow a game at Atlanta, who wasn't very good, which gave you back home field. And then they go home for a divisional game. And they lost to Brett Favre and Green Bay. These guys owned Brett Favre, who was 0-6 in his career against Dallas and had to come to Dallas for the NFC Championship game and fell to 0-7 against Dallas because you, you just beat the stuffing out of those guys. It was 38-27, to and you got to go on and play Pittsburgh, who, who was pretty good, but not a great Pittsburgh team, not like the teams of the 70s. The third one, yeah. yeah. And, and you that's the Super Bowl. Voila. So was that sort of... The NFL gods said, let there be Dallas. Sure, that, that's what happened. But here's the point. I'm giving you the, with the, the historical one. context. Right. So, so now the, the facts. He gave okay, me the facts. I'm not saying he's not okay. giving facts, but I don't want to hear right, that God, God is the okay. reason. Okay, but listen. Stop. Now, now the curse has been broken. The, curse the, has been the, broken. the NFL gods have said, let there be Dallas. But they can't go win the game for you. They're just saying, they here, we that's just gave you this. We just we put it on a metallic silver platter for you guys to go beat your arch rival as a two touchdown favorite. Now you got to go do it. Okay. So what's missing in our locker room right now? This guy is missing our locker room. We don't have a Michael Irvin. We don't have a fire starter. We, we don't have a locker room motivator. It, it, I don't have the ultimate sort of leader in the locker room who can say, this is, this is unacceptable. We're, we're just going to go out here and we're right. going to take care of these guys. Because, look, if you come roaring out of the locker room and you take the ball and let's say you win the toss and say, give us the ball and go down and score, you, you can just put them away. You, you, right. They'll lose their will pretty quickly. Right. But, they're, they're, they're going yeah. to fight. They're yeah. going to fight because it is Washington and, and it's Dallas. But, but if you're Dallas and you're looking at this, you, you, you have to say, if someone said to you at the beginning of this season, this is what it comes down to. You're going to play Washington for the number two seed. Oh, Fran had the number one seed. And you're going to have everything you want right there in front of you, outside of having that first week bye since we're not under the old system. If you were under the old system, both of those two first seeds would have that bye. Under that system, we had 
you had two, two, two buys. You had two. But right, right. Yeah. But, but outside of not having that buy, this lays out perfectly. This lays out perfectly. Now, you have to go take care of business. Remember, you got to exercise that demon. You don't get a chance to do it in this league without exercising your demons. And here it is right now on the road. You have to go beat Washington, and it is. But a everything tough team. that you're saying, Michael, is it registering in the coach's office, though? Is it registering with Jerry Jones? Do they understand that certain guys got to play? Do they understand those things, or are they still mulling over whether no. or not certain guys are going to play? No, no, because I, I, this game goes off the same time that Philadelphia game goes off. Now, Philly played a little earlier, and, and, and Philly loses that game, and you can say, oh, whoa, okay. Then I don't, mind. I, I, I don't I know, right, but if he played earlier to lose that game, then you could say, you know what, we got a great week of practice because all of these guys thought they were going to play. Let's pull them out of the game and not let them play. You got, then you get the best of both worlds. You got the full week of practice and you didn't have to play, but since they don't play earlier, they play at the same time because the NFL is smart enough to say we want to make you play. You got a scoreboard watch. Exactly right. You got a scoreboard watch. You prepare. You win this game. You you're going to win so this you, game. So you so you gonna tell so you gonna tell me now though. You you feel good if you had two games at home that oh. you could wind up in NFC Championship. Although yeah. your last several games from an offensive output, you haven't really scored a whole lot of points. And then Seattle at home. Seattle kind of did some stuff to your defense. It came down to a last play. Bad play by Seattle for y'all to even win that game. So if you see a Seattle uh, at home or a Detroit again at home, are you not? Are you feel comfortable with it? Because I don't feel as comfortable uh, probably I, as y'all. I, I feel comfortable. I mean, because we we know what happens at home, and when we've done pretty good at home, you and Mike McCarthy might not feel comfortable. Because Mike McCarthy can't stand letting someone come in after you got a second seed and losing at home, too, after that kind of home stand. I understand you and Mike McCarthy not feeling comfortable, but I feel comfortable. You see what I'm saying? Because there'll be changes if that happens. I would imagine there'll be changes if that happens again. It's what I'm saying. Keyshawn, we will beat Seattle if we get them at home again. We will beat right. Detroit if we get them at home well, There are going again. to be repercussions on the line. Them. Yeah, that is correct. There will be okay. repercussions So on speaking line. of Mike McCarthy... His least strong suit, if I can be nice about it, is he's just not a natural born motivator. He's not a speech giver. So it requires players to get ready without the head right. coach. He, there's no Jimmy and, and, in him whatsoever. Right. And I want, right? I, want, I want to put somebody on the stands for that, that you were talking about. And I meant to do that a minute ago. And that's Demarcus Lawrence. I love the way Demarcus Lawrence has been stepping up now. And in certain moments, certain moments, Keith, because you talked about this before. You say, who is that dude that steps in and make a play when y'all need a play made that, that, that says, forget this, I'm going above the coaches, I'm doing what I need to do. And D-Law has done that a few plays here. I mean, getting, yeah. getting knifing in at certain times, making those plays behind the line of scrimmage. We talk so much about Michael Parsons that we don't talk enough about DeMarcus Lawrence in the role that he plays. And, and, and I believe, Skip, that I, I, I raised my hand and put him in the pot for that role that okay. you're talking about. All right. So, Keyshawn, yes. despite this narrative, we can't win on the road. I'm going to remind you, this did happen this year. It was in this football season. We opened up at the Giants. They had made the playoffs a year ago and won a playoff game at Minnesota. 
We beat them 40 to nothing at their place on opening Skip, night. They're on their third quarterback for <laughs> but crying they were on out their loud. first quarterback, and they stop. had just given him his money. Am Will I right? you stop, I'm though? Starting. Oh, you oh, hey, 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 40, 40 to nothing is 40 to nothing. 40 to nothing yes, with that a $40 million dollar that year was quarterback. Was it fool's, fool's gold, Michael? Hey, Keyshawn. It wouldn't have gave him 20 cents, let alone 40 million. I'm, I'm talking about what they gave him. Yeah. yeah. Think, stop. Yeah. <laughs> they had no other choice but to do that. Based on the way that he played last year for them. Right. That's, that's and a little bit of the way he played. Based on the way he played for them a little bit last year. They got into the playoffs. They won a little measy playoff game. They was not the same team. They're not better than y'all. Y'all done scored a combined 88 points against the Giants, Skip. Okay, but I'm just reminding our team that they they did this. That's a good number. It was 88. Boy, you know that's a good sign, boy. That's a good sign. Because number 88 right now, we're going to talk about this. Is he the best receiver in the house? You just spoke his number. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's just... That ain't got nothing. Y'all not playing the Giants. It has nothing to do with the Giants. Here's the point. Skip bringing up stuff. Uh, Come on. No, it happened this football season. And you know what else happened? You also went and you also, right after that, we lost to Arizona. Arizona. Okay. Yeah, we I did, know. But we lost Trevon Diggs. We, we lost so now you lose Diggs, so that's right. how you lose Arizona. Well, it but you don't give Arizona ball. no credit after they went and beat Philadelphia in Philadelphia. Yeah. Maybe so they're, be- so, wait, wait, so maybe now, they're no. a better team so than everybody now, giving them. So now so you're going to give them. No, I'm just saying. No, no, Michael. So now you get ready to try to convince me and the people that's listening and watching this show that Arizona's a better team than they were in week two or three when they beat y'all. No, They're a better team now. No, I'm just saying to you, like I told you, any team can beat any team on Sunday, you say, oh, no, that's not we, true. Uh, no, that's Arizona it. beats Philly, and now what do you want to say about it? Any no, team Arizona, beat Arizona beat Philly because Philly is not playing well. If you if you flip the coin, if Philly had to play them five times, Philly going to beat them at least four. Mm. Yeah, so with Dallas. What's the okay. Point? What's the point? Is? The, 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 the point is, he trying to tell me something about the Giants on the road, and I'm telling you, you went on the road against Arizona, and they rushed for 222 yards down your throat mm. because your defense – the top-rated defense coming into the season, according to Skip, failed to show up. Mm. Failed to show up. That's okay. all I'm trying to tell you. All right, Keyshawn. I'm so just, you don't want to be on the road. I'm just trying to tell you, my team, I'm putting good pressure on my team. Is my team capable of winning 40 to nothing at Washington this Sunday? You better believe it is. It is capable. Yeah, I, I it has that kind of firepower. Washington's not a I'm good team. Saying, I'm just saying. You, you're telling me something about a team that's not good, Skip. Yeah, okay, I got they it. Coaches, the coaches probably got a bus ticket out of town <laughs> right after the game. <laughs> they already done fired the defensive coordinator midseason in Jack Del Rio. They, they bitched the quarterback that they got to go back to and say, oh, wow. But you're going to try to convince me. That the Dallas Cowboys are getting ready to play a good team. That's what you want me to no, believe? No, I didn't say that. Because I wasn't going to believe that. They're getting ready to play a division game. A division game. Yep. And division the, games getting, are different. I, now, that's they why they're getting the ready to play the Washington Commanders. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And, and for them, for them, this game, this game is so vital that, and they need a victory to get the number two seed. So this, this is a playoff. Like yeah, you it, about it, it is. But when and, they and, step and, up. And playoff team, playoff game, and you get playoff games, you're playing division rivals. It makes it dangerous. I guarantee you Baltimore's worried about playing Cleveland because they know each other so well. Agreed. And Cleveland is so – Cleveland may be a late team, and Baltimore may be the top seed, but they know each other so well that anything that happens in those games happens in those games. As, Why can't you guys just say as, that? That's as the you would say, Michael, talking about. As you would say, in closing, so I'm going to close right now, and I want you to listen to me. Go ahead. In closing. You went on the road, and you lost 
to Philadelphia, whether you beat them at home or not. You went on the road, you lost to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Right. You went on the road, you lost to Buffalo. You went on the road, you lost to Miami. Yep. All four of those games, the world wanted to see. Right. Can you step up? Right. You failed to step up. Now, guess what the world want to see with the number two seed? Yeah. Right, right there. It's right within there. reaching distance. Yep. Can you? Oh, you're lying to go grab it. Mm. Yeah, can you? Mm. Can you grab Can you go it? grab it? I'm with you. So don't I'm sit up and try to make it seem like I'm making something up. Well, you are, but, but, but not all <laughs> no, of it. But you are making some of it. <laughs> all right. Some of that it. was the benediction given it's by Keyshawn Johnson some of it up. to this discussion, oh to this sermon by Michael Irvin. <laughs> but we got to talk about the team that plays basketball here in Los Angeles. Well, there's, there's only one. That's the Clippers. But how about the Lakers, who have fallen to 17 and 18, and LeBron left last night without speaking to the media as Darvin Ham lost this team. Look. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. The Lakers opened as six-and-a-half-point favorites for their home game last night against the Heat, who were without Jimmy Butler, without Caleb Martin, and who, of course, lost Gabe Vincent from last year's finals team to the Lakers and Max Struess off last year's finals team to Cleveland. Yet the Lakers came out flat. And unfocused, without energy, without intensity, turned it over 10 times in the first quarter, quickly fell behind by 10, did hold the heat to only 19 points in the third quarter, but surrendered 38 points in the fourth and lost 110 to 96. The Lakers followed LeBron's lead from the three-point line. He was 0 for 6. They went 4 of 30 from three. That's 13%. The Los Angeles Lakers, winners of the NBA's first ever in-season tournament, have now lost eight of their last 10 to fall to 17 and 18 and 10th place in the West, the final play-in spot. 
But maybe the biggest surprise of the night was that LeBron James left without speaking to the media. That's a rarity for him. He left Darvin Ham and Anthony Davis and the rest of his teammates to try to answer all the what's wrong with the Lakers questions. And by the way, LeBron was a game worst minus 20 in plus minus. So, Keyshawn, you grew up in L.A. as a Laker fan. In your eyes, what is the biggest problem with this team right here, right now? I just want to see your perspective and how it yeah. changes now from when you talk Lakers to Cowboys. That's just me. I'm just, I'm just yeah. going to let it's you know. But no, 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 I want to see it. It's going to be the same perspective, man. Want, change, I just want you to know what I'm looking for everything. when you're talking. I'm They're not very good know. right now. That's number one. That's, let's start there. Then when you talk about what the issues are, you mentioned four of 30. That, that's right an there. issue. Yeah. We right one there. of the, if not the worst, three-point no, shooting you're, you're, team. You're 24th. 24th <laughs> right out of 30. Okay. In, in the history of yeah. the NBA based on last night. Of the history of the Lakers, for sure. <laughs> and when you look at defensively, mm -hmm. we tend to not want to play defense all of a sudden once we got out of the tournament. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if they are listening to what's being told to them and retaining that information I agree. from the sideline. Yep. Uh, you, you look at the way Anthony Davis, again, played well. I Even though he, he was in the minus category, he played well. Yeah, but he did. Um, you know, we turned the ball over a lot. What do we have, 21 turnovers? Mm. 21 to the yep. Heat's eight. Yep. You, you can't That'll win be. games that way. You're, you're, you're certainly not going to win that way. And then, you know, you never want to... Be a coach killer. Mm -hmm. That's not that's not mm -hmm. my intent. That's not who I am. I like Dora with him. There's yep. no, there's, but they're not responding to what he's teaching them and trying to get them both off. We went from one of the best defensive teams under Frank Vogel to one of the worst. I mean, that's just the reality you, you, of it. You still rank 11th overall in defensive efficiency, but I'm not seeing it from it, night it, to night. It, yeah. it, it's not night to night. Yeah. It's but, but I saw it against Indiana in the championship it, game of the in-season tournament. Yeah. yeah, but you're adding that in-season tournament to the rest of the season. And it doesn't count. It does yeah. not yeah. count yeah. like right. that. Yeah. So you, you're trying to figure out, okay, what's the next move here? What's, what, what are we going to do? Is it, is it, do we really need to go get a Zach Levine? Is that really going to help us, a guy who's coming off an injury? Or do we need to just have a sit-down with one another and have a real conversation? And that's why LeBron exited the building without speaking to the reporters. Because he, is, he had a bad night, number he one. He didn't feel like feeling questions about a bad night, I'm sure. Yeah. But also, you can't expect a 39-year-old yeah. to come out every single night and do this work. Even yeah. if he was 22, you can't expect that. Mm -hmm. Others have got to step up around you for you to be able to get to the ultimate goal within prize. Yeah. We were able to win in the bubble because everybody stepped up. Bubble yeah. or not, we were able to win mm -hmm. the in-season tournament because everybody stepped up. Right. Yep. But since then, as you mentioned, Skip, yep. you, you, you've lost ten of your, I mean, eight of your last ten. Eight of your last ten. That's just wrong. It's not good at all. No, no. And now you're sitting in the 10 spot, as I said to you yesterday. You'll be at 11. You'll be at 12. You'll be at 13. And those teams that are 13 will start passing you up. Mm. And then you will be looking on the outside, you know, trying to figure out how to get in. You've been checking out New Orleans lately? 
Yeah. Uh, they they found themselves yeah. been been checking out the Oklahoma City Thunder. They have come of age right before your very eyes. Right. My yeah. point is up above you are all these teams that are getting better and better and better. Go ahead. But, but they're older team and, and and they feel like they're going to flick the switch and turn it on when they need to. Now, Key, I asked that in the beginning of all of this because it's a lot alike. The, the, these these two. Cowboys and Lakers, a lot of similarities. They have a team that you know they can win with, but they don't always play like they need to play. Wouldn't you say that's the reality? I, in, I, I don't in, know. In, in, I, I don't in know that. Tournament, you, we, we, biggest problem, we can talk about three-point shooting. In this season tournament, they were number one in three-point shooting. So, yeah. so, so now how do you go from number one three-point shooting drop all the way down 24? So you can do it, but you're not doing it. I thought it was interesting what Anthony Davis said. He said sometimes when we go bad on offense, it makes our defense worse. Yeah. I thought most coaches say, let's just play defense and offense a comp. Mm-hmm. So now you're saying if I don't, get, if I don't hit this three-pointer, I don't want to go play defense. Yep. Why don't I switch that and say, I don't get to shoot that three-pointer until I play defense? This a, it's, it's a flipping thought, you know what I mean? So some of it tells me, is it, is it how bad you want it? Because do I need coaches? You're, you're ready to get it on coach. Do I need coaches every time to get me going? Uh, uh, LeBron, LeBron's saying, I want self-motivated players. I want people that are ready to go like I am, and I'm a million years old ready to go. That, it, it, it just, it, it, not, that, that's, not, that, that's not talent. This is this is want to. This is want to. I could point out more want to on the Lakers. I think it's the same thing with the Cowboys. It's not skill, it's will. It's mm. about want to. How badly do you want it? Yep. Or are you going to sit down and say, well, okay, he'll win it for me. He'll win it. If you can do it, why are you not always doing it? Why, why, why do I have to worry about when they're going to play and when they don't have to play or when yep. they will play? That, that doesn't make sense but to see, me. I, I'm the kind I, of guy that's going at, hard all I the time. I look at coaches. When adjustments need to be made and they're not being made, I look at coaches when yeah, certain that, lineups right. are out on the floor and guys yeah. are still on the floor and not being pulled. But effort, That's how I look de- at coaches. But defensive effort is effort. That was, that was a Jimmy Butler-less, Jimmy Butler-less team last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on. You know what I mean? I yeah. get Miami Heat without Jimmy Butler, and you still have that kind well, of – Well, that's happened to us a couple times this year without – we lost to – was it Denver? We lost to somebody that, that – basically had all subs. I don't know if it was Denver or who it was, but they, they basically had all subs. So that's happened a couple times. Yeah. I'm not shocked or surprised by that at all. Yeah. They're not good right now. They're just not. All right, so the irony of this conversation is we have had many deep conversations about why didn't Anthony Davis show up? Well, he's been showing up. Big and, and he actually showed way up last night because he winds up with 29 and 17 rebounds and, and has six assists and five blocks. Well, I, I can't ask much more from Anthony Davis, right? LeBron has been playing at a very high level, but yeah. he did not last night. He didn't play good last night. Okay, and just for the record, just to be completely fair about this, Gabe Vincent, I told you from the start, the reason I love this team going in was he was going to be a key member of this rotation because he can flat out shoot but he it fearlessly. Been there all season. Hasn't been all season, and he finally broke down and said, "I need knee surgery." And he went ahead and had a scope, so he's out for a while now. Rui's out. D'Lo has been out. I know you get up and down on D'Lo, and mostly down, but but they missed him last night because he can score the basketball. He's got talent to him, and when they struggle to score the basketball, because it felt like an '80s game last night, they they just couldn't score. 
Well, they miss these guys, so they haven't been whole. They haven't been healthy. See, I don't know but, if they miss D'Lo because D'Lo been struggling here the last I, I, several I know, games. But listen, he can just some nights he when starts going. When he's hot, he's, he can hot, go yeah. all star yeah, hot. But he hasn't been hot in the okay. ten, uh, uh, eight of the ten losses. He hasn't been hot. Okay. So these were damning quotes from Darvin Ham last night after the game. He says that team in Miami played harder than us tonight. They executed better than us tonight. They were more physical than us tonight. That, that's exactly what I saw. Miami came out and looked like a real live basketball team that didn't have two of its best players right. and said, okay, watch this. Duncan Robinson. Thing through Duncan come on, Robinson. Duncan Robinson, he, he looks like my high school algebra he teacher. He didn't start he does. hot, but he, he ended does. hot. Hey, and, and he's starting to play basketball where he'll actually create off the dribble. I didn't think he had that in him. He was actually playing point guard in the fourth quarter, and he made three huge threes in the fourth quarter that kept stopping the Lakers, stopping the Lakers. No, no, no. In their house, he said, I got you, I got you, and I got you again. They, they even got help from Kevin Love, which was. Kevin Love. He played big <laughs> last night. Okay. Kevin Love, by his 29th year in the NBA. I know, but he's only 34, and he, he looks like he's 54. You know but, how close but, he okay. is with LeBron. Hey, well, there you go. Okay, now back to LeBron. LeBron. It, it was very significant that LeBron left early and didn't talk to the media because he always talks to the media and he's always great with the media. But he decided, I believe, I got nothing good to say. Remember one time after they got blown out in Philadelphia, yeah. he said something's got to change But I don't blame right? him, Skip. I yeah. wouldn't want to talk to the media after yeah. a poor shooting night and my team played the way they played. We yeah. lose eight out of the last. There's nothing to talk about. Like, what am I going to tell you? I, yeah, I, I know you're a reporter and I respect your job, but there's yeah. nothing I could give you. I, I don't have any answers. You, you leave everybody yeah. in, and, in and your wake. But, to have and to I pick think up that's a message to everybody. Yeah. I don't think it's a mess. I don't think it's something he has with the media. I think it's a message to the team of his frustration. Y'all handle it. Yeah, right. No, that's exactly right. what it is. Right, right. Y'all handle it. Right. I'm getting frustrated with this now. Y'all handle it. Now, let, let, let's do better than this. Not just y'all yeah. handle it, but we all got to do better than this. Okay, so you Keyshawn, know? you did bring up yesterday. Is Darvin Ham starting to slip onto the hot seat? Because it's always the coach. I mean, you got all these players. So I'm trying all to tell you, money. Michael, yeah. it, okay. as much just, as we want to protect yeah. the coaches, okay. don't it, come it, to that it, at it, some it, point. At some point, even though they've had big moments this year. They won the in-season tournament. They crushed Indiana. Indiana has now beat Milwaukee four out of five uh, times this year. Last night okay, the they did it again to and Milwaukee again last night. Yeah, Halliburton is just like he outplays Dame every game. Okay, <laughs> you guys took them apart on national TV in the in-season tournament cup finals, right? I saw it with my own two eyes, and it was really good. And I saw you on December 23rd go to Oklahoma City. They are rolling right now. The lost back-to-back at Atlanta. But but the point is, you went into Oklahoma City and you took them apart because LeBron scored 40 and made all five of his threes. Well, that'll work. I've seen it work. I like Darvin. I still think he's a very good coach. But right now, to your point, they are tuning him out. They are not. Mm. What, what he is saying mm. is not registering with them. Okay. They are not responding. So wait, 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 wait. So you're saying uh, now, if you think yeah. they're tuning out, Darvin Ham? That that's why yeah. LeBron walked off. They're that's not correct. listening to anybody. Yes. That's what's happening. I mean, you can look at them and tell that that something's not well, registering to them. When <laughs> whether it's the timeouts, whatever the case is, he's not apparently getting to them. Whatever it is. Plus, on top of that, whenever you... They're in the 10th spot. That means they're the last spot for the play-in. That's what that means. You're not in the fourth spot. You're in the last spot for the play-in. 
So you're going to have to go through all of what you went through last year right. to get into the playoffs, to try to make a run. Like you, 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 you think Jeannie Buss and company signed up for this? Right. No, right. they did and, not. And see, this is why I love this, And this is why I make the, the comparison to the Cowboys, because it is such a, the Lakers are such a big brand. And see, you want to say, you're right. dude, y'all got on a Laker uniform. Yeah. Why should the coach need to motivate you? You Good understand point. what you're playing with and what you're playing for. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it, not, it it's, not about, it's not it about motivating. So, yeah, but it's yes, not about it is. It's about it's bringing about the best out of them, guys. It's about getting them to do what right. you're asking them to do. Yeah. Whether it's on defensive sets, whether it's certain offensive sets. What, what, All of a sudden, right. Anthony Davis got the message, and he's been clicking right. ever since Lil Wayne put him Dude. on a trading block. He did. That's He's been clicking. Ever no, since then. Right. So, so he's been clicking ever since he's gotten motivated mm-hmm. from what Will Wayne said. It, it is always about, let me see how fast I can get you moving on defense. Like, defense, you, you're talking the technical side of it, but it's about desire. Let's go play it. Let's go play it. I don't care if you're out of position. Let's go hard out of position, no matter what. And I watch when I, when I hear when I hear Anthony Davis say, our offense is off. And it affects our defense. That's telling you something right there. Defense, no matter what. I don't care yeah. what you say, what, what position you, you put me in. I just play hard on one side of the ball, and that's on defense. And, and that's just a desire. What I, what I say, when you 430, I don't need right. you shooting no more out there. Yeah. Let's figure out how to pound the <laughs> right. ball down. Yeah. Look, right. I don't need to right. be one of 16 right. or whatever it was in the first half. I don't need that. That's not right. what you're looking for. You're looking for something different. Austin Reeves knocked down the three, and they had shot at least 11 of them before they hit the first one. That is true. So, to me, that's coaching, to be able to recognize and see, wait a minute, man, I got my chart right here. Hold on, man, we don't need you doing this, Cam Reddish. Then you said sit down next to me. Yeah, sit down next to me until you can figure this out. Okay, and and, and let's make sure we motivate the other guys to not do this until they play defense on the other end where I can't take them off the floor. Even if you're missing those threes and you playing great defense on the other side, I can't take you off the floor. That's what I'm talking about right there, and you're not, you're getting either. So, Keyshawn, what's so troubling about this team this year is you have seen so much good from this team, but you have seen so much unacceptable from this team. They went to Philly and lost by 44. Yeah. And last night was just flat-out unacceptable. Two nights ago, the Clippers toyed with the Heat in that right. same build. Just toyed with them. Just, just, just frolicked See, with See, I can't them. have that. Yeah. Yeah. Like but you can't uh, have that, though. Right you can't now. have... <laughs> People like Skip Bayless yeah. talking about Man, the Clippers oh. in our building, <laughs> toying with the team that just popped us. Popped you. And now, all of a sudden, you got the Clipper Durrells of the world. They're going to start running around yeah. beating their chest in L.A. They right. But they'll eventually, right. Clippers going to be like the Cowboys, too, though. They're going to fold in the end, so I ain't going to this time around, dog. Not going to happen. This time around. Not with the Cowboys. Boy, okay, they, up they, next, they I can't going. wait to talk about this. I'm on fire for this. It sure sounds like Aaron Rodgers is trying to rile up the Bears so they will beat Jordan Love and the Packers and knock them out of the playoffs. That's next. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals 
to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Now it's your turn. Hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go with the first tweet from Karloff. When the Cowboys advance to the Super Bowl, Keyshawn. That will be your head. Oh, I can't look. wait to but, see but that. But that's not true, though. It's true. No, it's not. I don't <laughs> look. Hey, hey, it's so true. Joker here. Yeah. Because hey. you, Skip got these folks out there thinking I just don't want to see the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Well, you don't want to hey. deal with us. Hey. You know you're ahead. Right, right. So, make it so it ain't, he doesn't even have a problem with, with the Cowboys. He just don't want to deal us. with the thrash that's no, coming down. I don't want to I was trying to look. I told Skip yesterday. I'm on, on vacation, trying to enjoy my vacation. I decide I'm going to go somewhere to watch the game on Saturday. And I look up, and they in my ear. And I, I can't. Can't get away from them. They're like, everywhere. Stop. Y'all got to win. Yeah. That's so funny, It's man. not just America's team. Oh, it's so the world's team. God. All right. Second tweet is from Kevin Mills. We're skipping Michael after Dallas has lost two of three. I, th- I think it, that would actually be Richard and Keyshawn applauding in that one, but I get your drift. Okay, tweet number three is from Greg Ramos. Footage of LeBron <laughs> leaving the arena <laughs> last night. I-, I don't think he got in that car, but I could be Yeah, I don't think he got in that one. He probably ain't had ever had one of those, come to think of it. You know what? Yeah, yeah, right. I, don't think ever, I don't think he ever had one of those. He was driving a Hummer in high school, so... <laughs> I had one of those. Though. I did too. I had yeah. one of those. Okay. I, never I don't think Keyshawn ever had one either. No, I don't think I had one of those. Either. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> All right. Had one. Back to business. Back to Aaron Rodgers. I've called BS on Aaron Rodgers for years and years on national TV. Called him out for his me first diva behavior and his playoff failures for the last, I don't know, dozen or so years. A lot of people, even Green Bay fans, have come around to seeing what I saw early on. But this latest quote from Rogers just took the cake for me, the burn cake, because this one I found really offensive. This Sunday in Green Bay, Jordan Love's Packers played the arch rival Bears win, and the Packers are, of course, in the playoffs. So this is what Aaron Rodgers had to say on the McAfee Show. It's the, the Super Bowl for the Bears just about every year because they haven't this is their Super Bowl. It's been, we've won, uh, what have we won? Matt's never lost at home, I think. It's like nine in a row. Is it a rivalry anymore? Oh, if they can't beat us, is it a rivalry? Okay, <laughs> first of all, Aaron, you're no longer a we. This is Jordan Love's team. You no longer play for the Packers. 
nor were you ever as loved in the locker room as Jordan already is loved in that locker room. And number two, you're certainly a shrewd enough operator to know if you pour enough gasoline on the arch rival's fire, you'll increase the chances the Bears will get mad enough to pull off an upset at Lambeau. Is it possible that was your goal with this quote? Sure smells like it to me. Do you want to make it as hard as possible on Jordan? Because deep down, you really don't want him to succeed where you so miserably failed last year when you lost to Detroit at Lambeau on the final regular season Sunday night with a chance to make the playoffs. Yep, I believe that was your hidden agenda here which will make me root all the harder for Jordan and the Packers this Sunday. Keyshawn, it sounds like you disagree because you're making a lot of noise over there. How do you interpret what Aaron Rodgers said about the Bears? Well, what he said is true. How can it be a rivalry if we right. just, every time we roll up, we smacking you? We is yes. no longer we. I'm going to always it's be. they. I am going to always be a we. Uh, you are always going to be a we at Vandy or Oklahoma. No, but no I, I didn't what. go anywhere else. Doesn't I, matter, though. Okay. Doesn't matter. I'm going to always be a we when it comes to teams that I play for when you're having a conversation with them or about them. I understand what Aaron Rodgers is saying. They own Green Bay. You remember he did the whole little uh, belt thing and, let, and yeah. letting them know yeah. that, mm -hmm. that I own Chicago? Yeah. And that's all he's saying. Mm. I don't think you, you – <laughs> and I'm laughing because you're like – dissecting it, breaking it all the way down to the point where he's saying this on that show so that it can get in the heads of the Chicago Bears to go and try to mm -hmm. annihilate yeah. Jordan Love, to embarrass Jordan Love. You're just trying so to that shame Aaron, them. So Aaron Rodgers looks like the hero or something. Okay. That's yeah. so far. Yeah. Man, that's so far, Fred Skip. No, Come on it's, now. It's I understand. On. I understand Aaron Rodgers has got some things that he needs to work out with a lot of different people oh, in, in terms of his personality and the way he approaches things. I don't think that this has anything to do with trying to fire up the Chicago people to go into Lambeau and win the damn game. Mm. That's a reach, Skip. Mm. You don't That's think he'd love it if well, I want to reach failed? with him. I want to reach with him. Mm. I just want to put my hand in the reach it because I just okay. said, my note says, and I, I, I thought about the song. Come on, man. The song that says, pour some honey on me. <laughs> pour some honey on me. Right? Yeah. And, and what he said is, pour some honey on Jordan Love so them bears can get him. <laughs> that's what he, yeah, that's, that's funny. That's, what that's a I'm good saying. one. I love so, that analogy. Let me tell you. What, what, no, no, let me Why tell, wouldn't I, I'm he? not saying. Why? Not ultimately fail. Not ultimately fail. But I, when I hurt, when I broke my neck in Philadelphia, and the Cowboys went on a little bit of a bumpy road, bumpy road. Mm. I was hurting because my boys were losing, but I, but. I, but I felt like, hey, you know, I want to be missed. Mm. I want to be missed. Listen, Everybody yeah, wants affirmation and comfort. Everybody point. wants to be missed. Great Let's point. stop playing. This don't mean you're a bad person because you want to be missed. See, you're bringing yesterday's things and all other stuff we heard on the field. I'm just talking about everybody wants to be Michael, missed. Michael, I understand Everybody, that. nothing wrong it. with that. Everybody always say, I want my team to win. Just I want them to miss me. If somehow you can do them both, I want you to do that. But I want to be missed. Right now, Aaron Rodgers, you don't think they want, he, he, he's, he's saying, I'm we. He's saying, we, I'm with y'all. But he wants to be missed. And it's be nice. It'll be nice. It'll be nice if right here, because at the same exact spot right here, Aaron Rodgers didn't get you over that hump. Nope. 
And then and, and it'd be nice if the, the the honey he poured on Jordan Love, Jordan Love can't get you over his hump. Then y'all, then everybody's happy. Jordan, then Aaron Rodgers gonna Jordan root for the Love people. is right, essentially right. a rookie. Right, right, right. I know. And if he picks up where Aaron Rodgers left off, but this time get you in the playoff where Aaron Rodgers did not. Aaron Rodgers, you think he's all he's so happy for that? He just wanna be missed. He wanted to be missed. That's all I'm saying. So I believe he did say this to to corral up the Bears. He can still be missed, Skip and Michael, and pull for Jordan Love to have success and the Packers to have success. He can still do that. Yeah, but but not miss the same way. You know, they said, look how much better we are than Aaron Rodgers gone. And first year, Jordan Love started, we in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers couldn't even get us in the playoffs the last year. Key, they, these are human things. I, I mean, I, I look at things from, a, from, from, a, from that champion's perspective. But the reality is all champions are human. And all yes, humans I have these tools on I, I, I look at certain teams that I played on and say, well, they ain't going to, they still trying to replace me. I get all of that. Right. There's no question right. about it. But I'm not going to say, I'm not going to sit there and say, well, I hope that they just fall by the wayside and oh, somebody going to get it. Fall by the wayside. I'm just pouring a little honey on love. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm just telling the bears, go eat. That's all. Go eat. Yeah, <laughs> go eat. Go eat. Be crazy. <laughs> Skip said, that. Skip just saying. I, I thought that was Skip true. Skip sitting here saying that, that this dude set up an orchestrated this whole That was whole the first thing I thought about. I swear to you, that's the first thing I thought about. He's a master media manipulator. Why is it that every time a Hall of Fame, legendary type players that's still playing who deals with the media a certain way mm-hmm. always got to be considered uh, shrewd? Mm-hmm. LeBron James, oh, he's a shrewd operator. He's this way. Now, all of a sudden... Aaron Rodgers is that way. Don't do Aaron Rodgers. He's just doing this for attention. Why hey, is that, Skip? Can you Keyshawn. tell me that as a writer? Keyshawn. Why do y'all feel that way? Aaron has shown himself again and again to be a bad guy, just to be a diva, a finger-pointing, blame-deflecting diva. It's happened again and again and again. And in his last few playoff appearances for this team, he stunk. And he stunk in what was a playoff for the playoff games last that's, year that's, that's all at I'm home. Talking about. That, that's, that's what all he's I'm talking about. about. And all of a that's, sudden, that's what I'm talking about. he lives on social media. He has seen all the stat comparisons of him and Jordan in your first year of starting. Jordan's numbers are right there with Aaron's in the first year of starting. I don't know, I don't know why you don't think Aaron yeah. would look at this. Hey, all, all players do. I'm not saying that he's not, not looking right. at it and he doesn't recognize it. I don't think that the man is sitting down every day Worrying about what Jordan Love is doing in Green Bay. He had 20 no, years in Green hey, Bay. Right, hey, right. He Sean, won in Green Bay. He got four no, MVPs in Green no, Bay. Nobody is missing Aaron Rodgers I'm, in I'm Green Bay right I, I don't think that they are. They, yeah. The team has moved on. It's a totally different right. team and, than and, it was a year and ago. And by the way, Jordan Love for the last five games is 16 touchdowns to one interception. He's been no, on he's incredible playing, he incredible. playing well. Yes. He's playing very well. Yeah. I just, when I see... Someone say that a dude is sitting up here orchestrating this type of uh, message hey, to the yeah, Chicago Bears. Okay. It's just crazy to me. Brett Favre was pretty good at this stuff, too. See, there we go again. Another... Brett Favre was pretty good at it, too. But Brett... you gotta... and, and, and Aaron, he lived through Brett Favre throwing little zingers when he left. Yep. So now Aaron just... If you told so, me... So I'm just saying. If you told I'm not me... Saying, if Aaron, I, if Aaron Rodgers is... said... I want to be missed. You want to be missed. This is not Sam. This is not I, something not that's saying, saying you're not a tough big I, man. I, Everybody wants to be missed. There's no, nothing no, wrong with that. We all look for affirmation Michael, and confirmation. Nobody that's said. Bottom line. Nobody says Skip and Michael. 
then Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be missed. No one said that. But Skip is saying that Aaron Rodgers set up for a couple of days and orchestrated this no, along with exactly him. What he's doing. And he knows he's exactly Sean. what he's doing so that he's he can fire up the Chicago he's people to go beat the Packers. He's Sean, have you been watching <laughs> the Bears lately? Have you watched yeah, the Bears the last four yeah, weeks? Bears should be nice. dangerous now. Oh, wait a second. But that's not, the com- that that's not the conversation. The conversation uh, is, good, you, if you would have said to me, Skip, are the Bears dangerous yes. going into Green Bay? I say absolutely. Right. They that's why I always say it. But that's why I always okay. say it from day one. Justin Fields ain't going nowhere. Okay, you kill me, Keith. Okay. But, but you, you can see the Bears being dangerous as a division opponent going into Green Bay. But you can't see nothing when it comes to Washington. Right. I mean, you you talk about his. Washington. You, you are blind too, Keith. You get it. You're killing me with that. And you come back Michael, to these other teams. You just you're said bringing it. up Washington. Washington is a team that's going nowhere. Ain't Chicago going where? Chicago showing you something. Washington ain't showing you nothing right now. What are you talking about? They just switched the quarterback again. They fired the defensive coordinator. The head coach is on the hot seat. And all those problems went on in Chicago. But you are you okay to, to satisfy you to make you happy, I'm Michael? Saying, I'm, I'm to not... make you happy and skip happy, <laughs> it's gonna be a tough game. Washington is gonna come to play, and the Cowboys are gonna win the game. No, that, no. Will that make you happy? No, I'm not. Because I, I wasn't I'm, even talking about the Cowboys. I'm talking about Chicago. Right. I'm just, and I'm talking about perspective. You see how that poor team can be a tra- challenge for this team because it's division. Just no, that's not what I said. I said because the quarterback, like Cleveland because the quarterback is playing ridiculous football. Not necessarily quarterback football, but playing like a football player using his legs and at times his arm with D.J. Moore. I ain't said nothing about no division. You want it to be about a division because you want to talk about them damn Cowboys no, no, no. in their Washington game. No, no, I'm just I'm, I'm making sure that you hold true to the, your pattern of thought. Not just All changing. divisional games are tough, period. Okay, I'm just we know that sure. is the case. Sure you hold true to your pattern of thought. Because it changes when it's it does starting. not change. You want it to change. Okay, so Keyshawn. Yes, sir. This is literally poking the bear, as in the Chicago Bears, who have suddenly found themselves. And think about this: If Aaron Rodgers were still the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, do you think he'd be laughing at the Bears right now, saying, "We beat them what nine in a row? This isn't a rivalry." There's no way he'd be saying that right now because he wouldn't poke the bear. He said it and told the people in Chicago that was during, during the game. He said it before as well. Of course he would. He That's wouldn't say no, we beat No, I, I promise you he, he would. He wouldn't say this that, is no rivalry. I, I bet you he, he would. would I bet you he because would. Because he would know. And even, if he, and even if he didn't, he ain't playing there. So it does not matter to what he says because he's not playing for him. He's not there playing for them. He's part of the legacy of the Green Bay okay. Packers. Yeah, okay. He's not actually on the field for right. them this year. So, so you think he's helping? But the he said Skip is saying loves, if he was still playing right? for the Packers, but he, he oh, wouldn't but, say this. But he, Michael, he wouldn't put them down like this. He in just the put them down the when he said, "I own you. I own them," no, and, they, and they had to play them again. What are right. you talking about? Right. But the, he said that in the heat of the game, and we caught that in it the was, end zone. I own you, and now he has the answer to it. It's different <laughs> in a, in a sit down moment when you're talking to media when you're more calculating and not emotionally riled up and in that state, then you, he would he not have said, said I own you, you because people was chirping at him, in, okay, in as game. well as players and fans were chirping in at him. So he decided to let you know that he I own your ass, right. okay? Right. And they had to play him again. Mm. Even, if he, even if he said nothing to players and he only said it to the fans and you saw it on TV and you a player and you saw that, 
what would you say? Oh, he thinks he own us. He thinks he own us. Mm. So that's the same message. What are you talking you, about? You, you don't carry motivation. You don't carry motivation from an offseason to another game. We try to reroute it up. If you said something on a Wednesday and I'm playing you on a Sunday, that's not carrying. That 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 I, I can I can carry motivation from Wednesday to Wednesday to Sunday. He's motivation is outside team. forces that move you. Inspiration is the inside force that moves Michael, you. You ain't gonna carry some outside from eight months. He, he, he's on national TV, right? Telling you that he owns the team, and then they gotta play him again several weeks later. And you don't think that that was brought up? Mm. You gonna tell me it wasn't brought up? Keyshawn, the point is he shamed and dismissed the Chicago Bears who are suddenly hot, and he he doesn't have to back it up on Sunday night. Jordan Love does. That's fine, but what you're trying to say, though, Skip, is that he intentionally did this I believe to he sabotage he's, 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 Jordan a, Love's ability to beat the Chicago yes, Bears. Does. I can't believe you can't see that. I can't no, either. I can't. Yeah, I, can't. I can't either. I mean, no, I, I can't. You're, I, I can't. I really can't. I guess. No, I no, and, and, and I'm not. I, I, I don't know anything, but I'm saying I can't see. I, Aaron's an ultimate competitor. And why would, I, why would you not want to win at all things if you're an ultimate competitor? How I want to win that, at marbles. But how is that so, winning so, so, by telling... You know, the Chicago Bears, we own y'all. How is that winning? Well, well it's I got not. Nine, it's not a rivalry. Right, right, right. But, I'm 9-0 and in the last nine games mm. against you. Mm. Mm. And yeah. I'm part of yeah. the Green Bay legacy, the, the Hall of Fame, whatever. In Green, yeah. I'm, I'm him. So it does, not, it, does nothing for, it does nothing against Aaron Rodgers' legacy if Jordan Love gets this team in the playoffs this year and have a little success. It, will, it, it doesn't do anything against Aaron Rodgers. No, Aaron Rodgers couldn't do it last year, but no, Jordan Love comes in stop. and do it this It's year. a different that team, a different okay, year. I got you. I Come got on you. now. All right, enough of that. We've got to get back to the I Dallas Cowboys, whose running game is more of now a walking game. So should they go get Dallas? Alvin Cook. Can't wait to hear what he has to say about this. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. So obviously the Cowboys have struggled to consistently run the ball. Just 61 yards on 21 tries against Detroit Saturday night. Pro Football Focus grades the Cowboy running game only 15th best in the NFL. As Tony Pollard has struggled to regain the burst he had before that career-threatening lower leg injury he suffered in the playoff loss at San Francisco last season. Now the Jets have released Dalvin Cook, and our Josina Anderson reports that the Cowboys and Ravens, among others, could be interested. Michael Irvin, should the Cowboys go sign Dalvin Cook? Absolutely, they should. I mean, they they need it. it. It is right in the area right now that they are lacking the production, but also they are having a number of injuries. Deuce Vaughn has been hurt. Yeah. Rico Dow's been hurt. You you, you look at Tony Pollard and you say, well, Tony Pollard hasn't had the season that he had maybe even a year ago. But the reality, Tony Pollard, career best is 100, or it's 1,007 rushing yards. He's really only 72 yards away from 
breaking his career best in rushing yards if he gets 72 yards this game. You know, so, so it's not just the yards he gets. It's also how he gets those yards. You know, coming off the bench, you can hit 20 yards here. You can hit 15 yards there. But when Zeke was the main protagonist in your run game play, then, then, then you take less punishment. This 1,000 yards he's gotten this year was a hard 1,000 yards. Yeah. This was a hard 1,000 yards. Can you use a Dalvin Cook going into the play postseason right now? Absolutely you can use him. You're going to need somebody to give some reps to. And Dalvin Cook, who's disappointed right now and upset and mad because he didn't get the opportunity he wanted in New York. Because remember, he had teams he could have picked from. Yeah. Chose, choose to go to. And he chose New York because Brees Hall was coming back off injury. And the first night they gave Brees Hall that ball, he went up the field running like, like he's ready. Dalvin Cook didn't get much runs like nope. he wanted this year. So he'll play mad. You bring him in. This is another motivated man ready to play mad, ready to prove to the world that he can still play. What better opportunity mm. than to play for the Dallas Cowboys to prove to the world that you can still play because every eye gate will be laid upon you when you have that football. Now, you go do it in Baltimore, you just, ah, right, it's just another running back. Baltimore put in the pack. They put in the pack. You just another guy. Nobody gives you credit for that. But you go fix the Cowboys. You shine up that star. If you Dalvin Cook, you cooking again in the National and Football this is League. why I cannot stand you. I'm just saying, man. Because now all of a sudden it's shining up the star. If Dalvin Cook come cook for the Cowboys and mm -hmm. shine up that okay, star. Okay, so the question is, should the Cowboys pursue Dalvin Cook? Absolutely. Mm. But the bigger question is, will Dalvin that, Cook that, pursue the Dallas Cowboys? That's why I spoke to Dalvin. Okay. <laughs> he did. It, it, I spoke to, to Dalvin. Yeah, that, that, and, that, Dalvin. and that's fine. And that's fine. We've watched Jerry Jones kick the tires on a lot of guys, but never sign them. We've watched that. Yeah. Bring them in. I don't really want to sign them. Bring them in. I don't really... And they go on and they sign other places. But he wasn't right. He wasn't wrong. Like, you think he was wrong with Shaq Lost? You, you guys had that. I, I don't I, – Shaq Leonard. Uh, Shaq Leonard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if he was wrong. He only played a couple games, man. Played a couple games. Let's not but, but, dive into that. They got but a lot immediate of issues. Impact, but you make those, you make those They got a lot of defensive right, right. issues in Philadelphia. He wasn't going to completely – Change their defense by stepping in. Although you thought it was a big mistake that Dallas did not because you still need that guy, man. Right. And, and, you and, need that player. He probably want, would be better for you. Not that player. He probably. Well, we, we need you. We need somebody that's going to make an immediate impact. And, and, and you just said he, he, he probably okay. could have done it for your defense because but, your okay. defense has a tendency to be better asking. in better situations. That's now, Dalvin Cook in this really. situation. He's a 5'10", 215-pound back that can run. He runs okay? hard. Runs hard. Something that y'all missing. That's the in-between-the-tackle right. type guy that could go to distance. That's Delvin. A goal line sort of situation in Ezekiel Elliott. Right. Kind of there. Tony Pollard only has five rush TDs. But, it, but it, again, does he want you? See, I can dance with you all day long, but do you want to dance with me? Yeah. That's the question. I now, the Ravens, on the other hand, you know, they're the hottest thing going. I understand the star is pretty, but the relationships is 
All those boys that's from Florida that play for the Ravens and OBJ is there and Lamar Jackson is a no, big a recruiting tool. And I understand right. what Michael is saying about you, you just another it. guy in the, the call in impact. the system. Right. You yes, the, and that's okay. I'm yeah. at the end of my career. Okay, I'm not I'm this is a second chance for me to to restart a career on another couple years. This is not I'm not a rookie where I need a 10-year runway. So it's okay. He has a better chance to get a Super Bowl ring with the Baltimore Ravens than he does with the Dallas Cowboys. I'll give you that. I, I, I think you have to give me that. So when you're looking at it, the money going to be the same. So it ain't even about the money. Plus, I get a buy. I get an opportunity to go sit and learn for however two weeks before I actually have to play. I for sure look at the Ravens in this situation. I for sure will. Mm. Uh, before I do the Dallas Cowboys. Before Even though you could come shine the star in Dallas and maybe split carries with Tony Pollard. That would be the, the, the better option as are, far but, as, and, and, as and, run. Well, but you, you, are, not a, run but you are not a run first team. You are a pass first team. I, okay? I, I like it when we're 50-50. But, but you are a pass first team. Now we are. You throw to set up but, the but, run. Right. Okay? Versus running to set up the throw which is a little different than Baltimore. Yep. So if I'm looking at it and I'm him, I might be looking at the Ravens a little harder if they're you could be interested. You right about that. I Miami like is still in the mix. You know, yeah. Miami went after him hard, uh, you know, at the beginning of the season. I'm sure they're in the mix now. Okay. I do like the ring of let Dalvin Cook in Dallas. I like that. And this Baptist preacher that is sitting next to me just about brought me out of my chair when he was talking about Dalvin Cook. When I was talking to Dalvin, right. Because all your points are correct, and and it gets me excited. It's a great opportunity for him. It really is. This is not a vintage Jerry move. He doesn't usually do these. He usually says, I'm going to dance with who brung us here. I'm going to stick with who we drafted. I don't want quick fixes because he's not in the quick fix business. He likes to build it from the ground up, and his pride is invested in their draft picks more than let's go get the latest hired gun that hits the open market. But it it is a glaring weakness. I'm going to give you that. And and Keyshawn makes the point. He does go about 215, so – Tony's more in that 195, 200 range. He does not run strong. He used to run with supreme burst, and I don't often see it. I see glimpses and flashes of it, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen it routinely. Here's my concern. Are we talking about Dalvin Cook here or who used to be Dalvin Cook? That's my concern because a year ago in Minnesota, he made the Pro Bowl. Right. And yeah, but he didn't he, – overnight, though, Skip, he didn't forget how to play football. Right. But that right. Jet thing, sometimes overnight, this position just hits the wall. No, but that's not what happened. Okay. He didn't get an opportunity and that, that's in right. New York. That's there's a difference between right. there's an opportunity waiting right. for him potentially with other teams. Right. He chose New York. Because of Aaron. of Aaron. I was going to say because of Aaron Rodgers. Right. 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 At the start of the season, the New York Jets had a really good football team. Sure. The start of the season yeah. on paper, yeah. coming out of hard knocks, they had a really good football team. Yeah. They just did. Okay. When Aaron Rodgers got hurt, things kind of just fell apart. Okay, but he yeah. did get 67 carries this football season and averaged 3.2 yards a try. Well, that's not very good. And he yeah, scored zero touchdowns for the Jets. Six, 67, right. ain't the, 67 ain't the same as 200, though. Right. And, and, and he'll fit better with 
which I, Baltimore are either Dallas, to be honest with you, in that offense and in that system and in the style that Dallas runs. I think he'll fit perfectly. I, 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 had, I really do because they, they need some force. I had um, Chris Johnson on my podcast last two weeks ago, okay? and I asked him, 2,000-yard rushing, Chris. I asked him about the quarterback that he would want to play with in the National Football League right now. You know who he said? Lamar Jackson. Life was so much easier as a running back with Lamar. It is. Just the RPO game. You know, they can't just... This line, nine in the box, and just go. They can't do that. Can't I think that's it. interesting. Agreed. You know, just, just, from, just an interesting point, I think. I think, like, I, I would think that he would be looking, for not from, from a standpoint, not what's most easy, what's the best way, what's most easy in the sense that you just explained, but I thought he would, I think he may be looking for where can I have most impact. That's to show that I'm still effective. You see, if he takes the most easy route, how can he show what's most impact? He, that he's had, he has impact. He, you talked about this. The Washington, you, you're, why, you're why, Washington, those players are playing because they're playing for 31 other teams. Dalvin Cook's going to be playing for those same 31 other teams, yeah, and he, right? And he, so and so I, need, I, need to, I want to win and show my impact. I don't want yes, it to be easy because I, I want other 31 teams sign, to see how effective I am. But I'm not signing a long-term deal right. with either the Cowboys or, or the so Ravens. So I only got this much time to show my impact. And I'm going to show why, my impact easy. with the Ravens because of the quarterback in the style in which they play. He can still show impact with the Cowboys. There's no question about it. But... If easy is the better way to go, I'm taking the easier route, no question about it. Why do I I want a truck on my back? Why do I want a truck on my back? For what? The the Ravens are not broken. We're broken. We we got problems, right? Yeah, and and, 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 that's why he would get more credit for having more impact with Dallas. Like like he told me many times over, I'm talking about Michael Irvin has told me, there was a guy once upon a time who wore number 22 back there playing running back. And then they put other running backs and in. It wasn't the same. And it wasn't the same. But not same. It's just not the same. <laughs> so now you take and you got Tony know. Pollard back what there you and you put Delvin Cook back there and it's still the same as when Tony Pollard was back Possible. there because your offensive line ain't what you think it is well, in the running game. I've told you we don't I'm run just, block I'm the just, way we pass I'm block. just saying. Okay. There's no evidence to make me believe that that offensive line okay. is a force to be reckoned with in the run game. I agree. There's evidence yes, there is. of the Ravens being able to say, I can well, run the football and open up these holes can. so you can drive a truck through. Okay, but, let, let me, but let, me just, let me just throw this out to you. Just one quick thought. You can say all day long, no, 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 man. It's just one quick thought. I think there is. And I think what I saw in that demonstration you talked about when, when we were when we drafted him and I had seen backs with this same offensive line and it wasn't effective, then Emmett comes and all of a sudden, this is one of the greatest offensive lines ever built is what we played behind. And, and, and I noticed something. Sometimes the style of the running back to the line of yes. scrimmage affects and makes a difference. Absolutely. Now, Tony Pollard, remember now, remember, remember what we just did. He's a Tony bouncer. Pollard is a speedster. Yeah, and he hits that hole quick and he goes. Now, now Zeke kind of studied a little bit and then hit a hole. Mm-hmm. 
Dalvin Cook has a little bit of more patience to the line of scrimmage. Yep. We always look at what happens through the line of scrimmage when somebody takes off, and that's why we love Tony Ball. Oh, he shot for 20 yards, shot for 30 yards over here. But your action towards the line of scrimmage sometimes make a difference, and I think Dalvin Cook will match up well with what Dallas has. Okay. I got one last thought. You recruit like a bug. Okay. I'm just, I'm just Michael, stating facts here. Michael, <laughs> you call it is recruit. it possible we could muddle through with Tony Pollard, get Rico Dowdle healthy, which he has not been for two games, and use the current 88 more running the football? Because the last two games, he's gotten two carries a game. And every time he carries it, it yes, looks sir. pretty right to me. No, I'm good on that. Okay, well, Throwing why? the football, right, man. Right, right, right. Runners but I, I want to keep, I keep run, 8 8 back there too, running, run, but I need double goal. Catchers catch and throwers throw. I don't need to be experimenting with C.D. Lamb right. touching the football out of the backfield multiple times okay. in a game. Do you I see just him, don't. Do you see him catch and run? I see yeah, him catch no, and no, run. That, right. That's fine. You said line him up back there and hand him the football. Did you see it against Detroit? They lined him up at running back yards, and handed it to him. He got eight yards. Eight yards, eight yards. I love you to death, Skip, but here's what I'll say to you. I've seen that movie, but when I start to see that movie over and over again, yeah. it gets stale. Right, right. That right. one shocker, two shockers, but when you're talking about lining him up back there on a consistent basis, right. don't get it twisted. It's well, different. Well, and, and, and we're talking about that later on. It's different in the sense that what, what Tyreek does than what he does. Yes. But I do want them lining him up back there because he's, well, yeah. such, a, he's, yes. he's, he's such an important part of offense. You can't let the defense take him out early on. Yeah. You can so swing, even when you they can double swing. and trip him, you can hand Look, him the ball. You can swing past him. You can fly sweep him. But I ain't lining him up in those split backs. 15 times a game no, and handed him the football. Three or four. 15, 15, well, that's the normal thing anyway to give him three, two or three. But Skip talking oh, like he needs 15. Yeah, no, man, please. We need Dalvin. I mean, Dalvin Cook needs to go get the 15. All right. That's all. I'm, I'm okay, just speaking down. of the Baltimore Ravens. Listen to me, Dalvin. Lamar says he's cool with sitting out Saturday's game. And you know what? I don't believe it. That's next. No mercy. No mercy. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Now, John Harbaugh says Lamar Jackson will not play Saturday against Pittsburgh. Lamar said, I'm cool with it. Me and coach talked about it. I feel like it was best to sit me. Keyshawn, do you agree? Oh, 100%. I agree all the way around, Skip. What is there to play for? I got the number one seed locked up. I could get my reps in practice. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can throw pat and go on the side. I can do all of those sort of things. Then when we get into bye week practices, yep. I'm with the first unit again. And, you know, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm gonna, whoever we play, we're going to study that film, and we're going to get game preparation. Mm. Why? This isn't the Dallas Cowboys. This is not Detroit. This isn't uh, Buffalo or Miami. This is not those teams that are looking to get a seeding. They got the number one seed wrapped up. up. Mm -hmm. The most valuable player in the National Football League, in my opinion, shouldn't step on the field. Ball cap, clipboard, uh, ski coat Mm -hmm. on the sideline. That's all I need you chilling 
in doing those sort of things. Now, you go back and you look at, in 2019, this happened where they rested up guys right. and they right. wind up getting popped. This is a different wow. year. This is a different year, different time, different type of team, rolling into the playoffs with a different type of swag and a different confidence. So mm. I, I, don't, I don't see what, what's there to play for. Mm. I mean, there's just really nothing. His ultimate, right. his ultimate result, the ultimate result I, I, can, dan I can dance with, how we get there, uh, I, I, I have an issue with. I like what Cal Shanahan said because Bob Purdy's also sitting out. And, and they asked Cal about other players, yep. Trent Williams and all. And Cal said, you know, two weeks off is a long time. Mm -hmm. and, and, and Trent just came back. By the way, here's the quote from Kyle. I don't think it's good for anybody to take Thank two you. weeks off. Thank Go you. ahead. Thank yep. you. Yep. Thank you. And, 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 and in that sense, and Kyle especially really talking about, especially on the offensive line, because, you know, big boys, going to, they, they're going to lose some, some, some conditioning well, Trent in, two weeks, in, two, weeks, in yeah. two weeks. I know. And, 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 exactly. So, but, but what Cal said is, we'll see Saturday and Sunday. We'll see Saturday or Sunday. So what he did was make sure that Trent gets the whole week of practice. Mm. And then if he decides that I'm going to pull him off, then I'll pull him off. I would have liked to John Harbaugh take that approach. I understand he and Lamar now, and he's probably talking more to Lamar because of now it's what we've agreed to in this big deal. I'm going to share more things with you. But I would have told Lamar, Right now, let's let's just get ready for a series or two. But, but, and, but, and so I can have intensity and in, just an intensity in practice. I just want intensity in practice. I'm still going to pull him off. I just don't want to lose the intensity in practice. Because losing that intensity, preparing this week, uh -huh. and then next week, which is a bye week, which I know you're not going to have intensity, and then trying to crank back up that third week is a hard thing, and that's what he's talking about. And you know the success you did not have last time, so why not take a different approach this time? About... And your offense is different. Last time, you were a pound run team. Yes. Now you're going to be more of a passing team that needs a little bit more work in in in. in a little bit more polishing all the time. So I would. I just don't but want to lose also, the practices. I understand, I understand not taking the hurt in the game. I understand you don't want to lose practices, but I don't think you lose practices because he still can get reps. He doesn't have to always go with the ones on a consistent right. basis. But, but this the, 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 the focus of the reps, if I'm just dropping back, dropping balls, that's not reps. Those are not reps. They're dropping back, dropping balls. I've played 16 I mean, games I this year, be, Michael. How many I, damn I want, reps do I need? I, but... You're gonna. Well, you, are you saying you don't need more reps getting prepared for a playoff game? You played enough already three, this season. Because you can just I'm stop because because to, I'm gonna get those reps next week. When we prepare during the bye week, yeah. I'm back in the fold. Our intensity right. level in practice is gonna rise right. up because we know what's ahead of us. This is not 2019. I'm not in my what was he in the second year, third year, third year. Right. Yeah, right. I'm not in my third. I'm a yeah. veteran now. Yeah, I'm not in my third run year. Team. Run team needs less polish to get ready, and you still were not ready. Now you're going to be more of a pass team, and and, and, and I'm saying I'm with you on sitting them in the games. I just want to make sure we have some real serious and I think, practices. Well, I think and I think they will have real serious practice. I'm not playing him, getting him dressed uh, 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 so. for two snaps in a game. Hope so. If not, we'll be sitting there talking about it. And I'm just telling you, because that, that's, that's one of the things no, I, Coach I, always look, talks about. I was a player. a long time. I was a player that wanted to play, no matter right. what. Preseason, I was playing until they told me I couldn't play. Okay? In practice, right. I was a scout team dude plus my own reps yep. because I wanted to stay on the field. I understand. Right. I get all me of too. that. Me too. I was like that. I'm like, but at the same time, I got the top dog at quarterback, right. man. 
I'm not taking a chance on something silly happening because he's underneath the center for a few plays. Okay. That's nothing for us. This is not the Cowboys that need it. No. Okay? Obviously not. They need it. They can score okay. more watch, but they need to play. All right, but here's the issue. And you brought up 2019. I have seen a couple of heart and soul interviews from Lamar in which he has expressed the pain that still haunts him to the depths of his soul about what happened in 2019. He won unanimously the MVP. They had the one seed. They had this time off. And he stepped on the football field against Tennessee at Baltimore. And he said, I never felt right all night long. We were out of right sync. There. We were out of rhythm. I couldn't get it back where I was. Right. And he said, I don't want to go through this again. And I'm sure he expressed that, right. that, that lingering pain that you feel from some of your losses and you feel from some of yours. But he expressed it to John Harbaugh. But John talked him out of it, I'm sure, saying it's just not worth the risk. And I get that because there's literally nothing to play for except Lamar's psyche, except feeling good about Oh, I played a quarter like it's the third preseason right. game or right. whatever. And I, I did that and I still feel good. But because if you look at what happened that night against Tennessee, right. he wound up having to throw 59 passes, mm. 31 of 59. He ran the hell out of it. He had 143 yards rushing, but he threw two picks and he lost a fumble. So he had three turnovers himself. But and against a really it, good Tennessee it, team, the physical, kind of team physical, that can come in very physical and just team. wear you out and ball control you to death because their big stud, Derrick Henry, went for right. 195. Yeah. Okay, right. well, you're going to have a hard time and getting the ball back. You're limited with your opportunities you were, and, and, and they jumped now, on them and got ahead and stayed ahead and won 28 to 12. And it Because you're the one seed at home and you blew that. Yeah, but I, you, I, learn, I, you learn from those, uh, uh, put it this way, we hope that he has learned from those mistakes well, well, in right. how to prepare right. for times like this right. when yep. you're going to get buys and things. You, you would hope that he had learned whatever it is that he needs to prepare mentally to get himself ready when the time comes. Well, and I think that's what Skip was saying. And I didn't see that. Now, if I had seen that, I'd be saying something different, too. Right. Now, if, if you're saying that that's why he had that conversation with Coach Harbaugh, listen, we got to, I know what I was like. I know what I felt like that. I don't want to do that again. And Coach Harbaugh talked him out of it. Yes. That's different. I believe that. Because, that because, because now I know you know you'll give me what you got to give me in practice because you brought it to me. I, don't, I can say, okay, I understand you understand, and I, but I need to sit you. I need to tell you I'm sitting you. But I would feel comfortable if Lamar brought that up in a conversation saying, I'm not going on the field feeling that way. Because he, he understands more what we feel. If I don't get those reps, like I'm just personally, if I don't get those reps myself, I, 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 I'm actually scared to play. I'm actually scared yeah. to play because I, I don't get a feel for it. I don't know what that's Well, all good, all yeah, good football right. players or all good athletes want to do what right. the you job is. Right, you want to prepare. You want to prepare. You want to prepare. You want to be prepared for it. And, and, and Lamar's telling me, I understand what it takes to get prepared now because I want to practice. He's not letting me. He's not letting me play. But but I think the intensity will be there if he did that. If he did that, then he's where I am. Six years in opposed to three years in. Think about it. It's a big difference. And also the team is more mature. than right. It's a totally But none of that matters unless he connects it back to what happened that last time. And he says, oh, my God. I was not right. I need to make sure I'm right. That's the only part that matters because now he'll get it into practice since he came. Well, here's why. Here's a couple of reasons why I think he'll be right. He got his money. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point too. He got his money. Uh, so there point. is no. He'll, he'll be at his best middle. There is no. He'll be at his best middle. I gotta play this way because I gotta get my money. Right. And right. 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 All that's out the window. I got my money. You know what he's made of? He wants his ring. Of course, but. Having your money and your security blanket. Give you a little piece about going to get that ring. Yeah. Man, it gives you a whole lot of peace. A piece yeah. About getting yeah, them balls that was high in the air, you like, hey, let me go get that. Wait, let me get well, but but you know what it does do, what it does do is is give you an opportunity to say, those balls that I'm worried about and I'm a little hesitant about, I can throw them. They're not, they, they're not, well, he threw 10 in his four interceptions in no. the playoff. We shouldn't pay him. All that's out of my mind. Yes, yeah, out your so mind. So now, now I can do what I need to do to win this game. Yes, it's out your mind, and the Dallas Cowboys are going to Washington. Talking about Lamar Jackson right there. Speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, Micah Parsons. Now we're going to talk about the Cowboys. Called CeeDee Lamb the best receiver okay. in all of football. I love it. I agree with it. Let's get their takes next. No mercy. No mercy. Man, I love it when Micah Parsons defends his teammates instead of critiquing, criticizing other teams. This time he defended C.D. Lamb against our man Richard Sherman, who said early this season that C.D. was no better than a quote-unquote fringy number one receiver. Now Micah calls C.D., and I quote, the best receiver in the NFL. Not top five, not top three. He's top two and not two. He probably should be Offensive Player of the Year. C.D. Lamb, congratulations, brother. You're truly showing why you are the number one. So, Keyshawn, do you agree with Micah that C.D. has gone from, quote-unquote, fringy number one receiver in Dallas to the number one receiver in the National Football League? Well, I never had him as a fringy one. I had him as a guy that I needed to see a little bit more from. You did say that. Okay, and they started moving him around and showing his ability because – in this world of football, as you know, Skip and Michael, as a player, coaches sometimes can make you look like you can't play football. And that was what was happening to CeeDee Lamb earlier in the year. He looked like a guy with number 88 on. And then all of a sudden... We can't they, have that. Well, no, that's just, that really am I lying, though? That's the way they, had, that's the way they were can't. utilizing it. Yeah, then all you. of a sudden, I'm they got you. smart. And they I'm said, you know, you. he's our best offensive weapon. We've got to move him around in different places and different things. Like you talked about, getting the ball out of the backfield, yep. bringing him across in zag motion, zigzagging him here, just doing different things with him. And now in terms of being the number one guy at the top spot in the National Football League, it, it, I don't care about the numbers. And I know people look at the numbers and they go, oh, numbers, numbers, numbers. And the reason I say that is because you can start off sizzling hot like Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden start the injuries catch up mm-hmm. and fade. Availability is the best ability for it me. Is. Yep. If you're available like C.D. Lamb is mm-hmm. and you're consistently doing things that help me win football games, that's all I really care about. And that's what he's been able to do. Yep. When you look at the ball being thrown in the air on a broken play where Dak Prescott looked like a $500 million quarterback last week against Detroit, and you know, Michael, as that ball goes and traveling in the air, and that thing is sitting up there, and it's wow. coming down, yeah, and, wide open and like you that. wide open That's like that, scary thought. it's the scariest <laughs> thing in the it's world a for a receiver. Thought. Everybody think that's everything you want. They think, that's just this, like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> you but when C.D. Lamb <laughs> is catching it nice with his fingertips together and that's pinkies, that's sweet. It is that sweet. shows me his ability. I, I agree. And that's, that's how that's I look at players. Point. I don't look at numbers. Yep. Now, yeah, he's in the top four guys. Pick or choose, however you want to. 
Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. I know what his situation is at the quarterback. Justin right. Jefferson, Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown. You know, it, it just depends on how you want to mix it up. There is no right or wrong answer for him to be the one or the two or the three or the four, in my opinion. If he's on a board and I'm looking at receivers, depending on what I want, he's probably going to be one of my top four guys that I would take off the board. Yep. Hopefully that answers the question. Because mm. I really don't. The numbers, he's productive, man. Period. He's been right. productive ever since he's been in All the right. league. He's been productive. Now yeah. to the 88, but, but, talking but, about this 88. Right. And But what we do, Key, and the reason we always, Skip, as soon as we come in on Mondays after the game, we're going to grab that pack, that media pack, you're going to go and look at the media pack. You're also going to grab all the stats. Well, I don't do NFL that. You know what I did? I waited for you to get on TV and start talking about the other receivers on the highlights, and then I looked under the scroll right, right. to see who did so what. what, what. <laughs> but you're trying to get up in there. Whichever box you want to get in, I want to get in that stat box. You want to get in that box on that TV, but you're, you're, you're measuring everything. Now, since we always talk about the best receiver, and they come in so many different shapes, yeah. sizes, speed, yeah. all these different assets and everything, we got to go to the production because we can't just – because he looks like he a receiver. Boy, he looks too small to be a receiver. We can't go by what they look like. And, the, and this thing has changed through this game. And it's so funny because we break it down now in 18 weeks. Those first six weeks, it was Tyreek Hill, clearly. Yeah. It was Tyreek Hill, the best receiver yeah. in the National Football League. It was Tyreek Hill. Right around week six, you just talked about it. That's when the Cowboys played the Chargers. Yeah. CeeDee Lamb turned in. He started turning in there, but he wasn't turned up. Turned up. That was week six when the Jets lost to the Eagles. When the Eagles lost to the Jets. A.J. Brown turned up after that. You remember, he went on that tear. Yep. He went on that tear like six, 125-yard game. Yep. He was the best. Tariq Hill was the best receiver in the National Football League in the first six weeks. A.J. Brown became the best receiver in the National Football League those second six weeks. That's why he made the Pro Bowl yesterday. Go ahead. Yep. And mm -hmm. C.D. Lamb has been the best receiver in the National Football League these last six weeks. Mm. And this, day, this game will complete the end of those last six weeks. Right now, when you look at what C.D. Lamb is doing, his numbers say he's the best receiver. It's his moment right here, right now. Now, if you give me the totality of it all and say, Michael, give me the receiver list for the whole season, I'm going to go Tyreek Hill first. But as I said, when we mentioned that right, as soon as you finish with the L and Hill, you better start with the CD <laughs> and the C and CD because he is right there. His numbers are so it's, – it's amazing. In targets – CeeDee Lamb leads the league, 168, Hill 158. Receptions, CeeDee Lamb leads the league, 122 to 112. Mm. Uh, yards receiving, 1717 mm. by Tyreek Hill, 1651 by C.D. Lamb. Drops, 11 Hill, 6 um, C.D. Lamb. Rush yards, this blew my mind. Hill 15. C.D. Lamb, 106. Rush TDs, Hill 0. C.D. Lamb, 2. C.D. Lamb is the best wide receiver in the National Football League these last six months. Mm. Only six reason weeks. I won't yeah. say the over the total year is because Tyreek got hurt mm. late in the year. If Tyreek had put up these numbers not hurt, C.D. Lamb would be the best receiver in the National Football League right now. Got it. All right. Just for your edification, 
I did first guess this. The night he fell to us in the draft, I was on Facebook Live. I did a dance because I watched every snap this man took at the University of Oklahoma. He's a bad man after the catch. He is a legit star receiver, very worthy of wearing the 88. But to your point, early this year, he was misused. And he doesn't have the aura and charisma and emotion, emoting emotion that you always displayed. And I think he stayed quiet until through the San Francisco game when they threw him five balls and he caught four for 49 and it was 42 to 10. And then very quietly, he went to Mike McCarthy and said, you've got to utilize me. And that was the week that Richard Sherman, and I love Richard, he's got high football IQ. He's texting me about a Jerry quote that, that indicated Jerry was not backing C.D. Lamb. He wasn't a big fan. It came across as, I'm not supporting C.D. And I said, no, it's just a wacky Jerry quote. He's, he loves C.D. Lamb. Right. He, he danced the night they, they took him in the first round when he fell in their lap. So I told Richard then, I said, Richard, you're a smart man, but you're swinging and missing on this one because this guy can flat out play. And he goes on a roll for the last 11 games. I'll give you the six weeks. Mm-hmm. I got it because A.J. Brown just took the league over for right, six right, games. Right. He just took it over. But very quietly because C.D. stays pretty quiet the way he plays. Yeah, and, different. And, yeah, he's, he's just he's a different, different, quiet guy. Okay. 11 games, if you look at the 11, I know you said I don't look at right. the numbers, but if you look at the 11 game numbers, they're off the charts. He has dominated the league statistically for 11 games. That's a big right. sample right. size. And he dominated Detroit the other night, and Dan Campbell said after the game, he's just a good player. We just didn't have an yeah, answer and the for reason, him. The reason right. I don't look at the numbers yeah. like that, yeah. though, Skip, because I can see when sure, I'm watching Sure, I know. Him, I, I got you that. You know what I'm and saying? I'm with you. This dude right here is, is really good. Right. Yeah. They're not utilizing him right, okay. though. All right. But productivity-wise, over oh, these yeah. 11 he's, games, you would have to say he's the best receiver. But he's, been, pro- he's been productive. Producing yeah. for the Dallas right. Cowboys since he's been in the league. He though. has. Right. I mean, right. he continues yeah. every year. He gets better and better and better yeah, and right. better. And it just so happened to be contract time coming up. So right. now decisions have got to be made based on his well, performance and helping his team win. But, they got to back that yeah. truck up. But yeah. but 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 he has gotten here by force and it's not by choice. They 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 chose to take a different route coming into the season. No question. They chose to try to ball control and yes. keep Dak out of harm's way from throwing interceptions. They're gonna Try to win games, running the football, slowing it down and playing great defense. I keep telling people over and over again, it's great to have a plan, but the game will tell you your plan when you get in the game. They wanted to do that. That's why they weren't throwing him the ball early on. They wanted to control it. Mm -hmm. And now the run game, we just talked about Tony Pollard and they signed Mm -hmm. Dalvin Cook. The run game didn't step up to what they needed to be. And by force, not by choice, by force, they said, okay, C.D. Lamb, we got to give you well, a chance to Well, they had to, to switch do. up. If we got to give you a chance to be the, to be the catalyst for this thing. We, yeah. now, 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 now it's not what we're going to have a run game and throw to you. You're going to be everything in this whole game. And that's why I just love Tyreek. The whole system is built around Tyreek. They're beginning to start to build their whole system, the Dallas Cowboys, around so C.D. You had, Lamb. You had, that's why I'm saying two, two this is incredible. Two weeks ago, you had Tyreek Hill on... The um, Mount Rushmore. Ma- Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Right, right, right. So now, right, right. Great, great, with them numbers great close to C.D. Lamb, and you know, what happens now? Well, well, see, but Mount Rushmore is also uh, a combination of your whole career. And, okay. and, and, yeah. and Tyreek Hill, okay. with Tyreek Hill, his whole career got there. But C.D. Lamb having this kind of season, and if he could keep having this kind of season, 
Man, right now, he's right here. I'm climbing up to Mount Rushmore. He's right around here, right around that pocket. Yeah. He's going to keep going. He can roll on up chest. He can give them a shoulder, and he can get up here on that Mount Rushmore if he keep putting seasons like this together. Final thought. This is what I love the most about CeeDee Lamb. He is the baddest baller on my team. I, I trust him. Right. In big games and big moments, he comes to play. He is fearless, afraid of nobody, and he has what I call subtle separation because he can flat get open. They were doubling him. They were tripling him the other night. He can separate. It's subtle. It's, it, he doesn't look like he's moving, but on quickness and speed, he right. has it. It, it. It's misleading how quickly and easily he gets open, but he can flat out get open. No, he when can, I said it, when very, I said it, very when good run at the catch guy. Yeah. When, we, when I said it when we first got him, everybody looked at me like I was – crazy. Mm. And I said, I said, you know, after I talked with him and I, I, I we talked about wearing 80, I said, I'm going to tell you something. This is going to be the most physically gifted, talented 88 we've ever had. Uh-huh. Well, well, you going to be a you, man. Oh, this dude can play. Because even at Oklahoma, he had, I think, it's like seven touchdowns in the slot, mm. seven rounds outside. He was perfect. I said, oh, that, that's interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. And he's coming here and doing the same thing. He is the uh, most only thing gifted. he needs to fix for me is uncharacteristic drops. He does. He, do, he just fix he that. Loses yeah. focus or whatever it is. Well, just, well he's trying to do that. too much sometimes. And, and, and I think a lot of that goes with the game. Like if you if you feel we need something, I, yeah. I've seen one time trying to get up the field yeah. Too, yeah. Soon yeah, too soon before you catch that yeah. ball. Catch that ball. You just gotta focus. And, and one one little thing too. I, I know when, when they're grabbing you. Just keep going hard. Mm. Sometimes, you know, he'll get mad and throw his hands up. Yeah. And sometimes, because I'm a bigger guy, you're a bigger guy, we're used to people grabbing us and we can run through it. The smaller guys always turn, oh, come on, ref. Yeah. I just need him to run through it. Maybe he'll get the ball, maybe he won't, won't but just run through it. Come on, ref. Yeah, I ain't got to tell you. Come on. All right, let's right, talk Eagles on, next. A.J. Brown says everything's going to be just fine for the Eagles, and I say baloney. Just like y'all don't see that hole, don't worry about it. Don't back down. Once again, your turn. Hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go. First tweet from Coach Edwards. Playmaker, anytime Key gives a reason why the Dallas Cowboys will have any success going forward, the curse is over. Curse is it over. is. It's over. The it's curse over. is over. Yeah. You, you hey, see, well, if you don't live, if you live with the curse, you'll know how important <laughs> it is to get this thing lifted. We've lived with it for thirty years. It's real. The curse of what though? What's Gone. the curse? The, the Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson. So curse. What, what is it? y'all going to Super Bowl? Is that what you're saying? Y'all going to win the Super Bowl? Is that well, what you're saying? Right, right. Once, once Jimmy team left, there was a curse put over this thing after that last team won the Super Bowl. And he didn't coach the last team because he though. didn't get in, but it was still his team. It was us. Yeah, but he since he didn't get in the Ring of Honor. Now that he's in the Ring so of for the rest of the world to know that means the curse is lifted. lifted. So wait, it's okay on. to win more Super Bowls now for the Dallas though. Cowboys. So yeah. for 28 years, it's been yeah. 28, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was supposed to go in the ring of honor and win. Should have gone in right after he won back to back Super Bowl. So they should just put him in. And then, it, oh, you know, okay. so, I agree with so, that. Right, right. 28 years, uh, uh, it don't, that math don't add up, right? It took way too long. Okay, there's tweet no, number there's two. There's no five year statue, is what you mean. You didn't yeah. go in right after? Who said the Cowboys lacked a motivator in the locker room? Here he is. Uh, that, that's about all we have. You can do it. It's that guy. That's me, that, that's, that was my movie, too. That ties in. That's right. That's the longest yard, right? Oh, it is. I, I wouldn't be telling people that. That's the movie. Cool. That's the funniest movie in the world. Wait, yo. I love it. I don't like right. your part, though. Oh, yeah. My part was good. Tracy Morgan part was good. No, no, good. I didn't like this. No, not the longest short, the other. 
using this this thing with the beans. Oh, you oh, you talking about the little uh, fairy thing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, when I the tutu, I wore. All right, and finally I'm from Voice thing. of the Voiceless, LOL, man. Keyshawn can't stand them talking about the glory days of the Cowboys on Undisputed. There's a reason Texas oh, Stadium had a hole in the roof. Tell him, Skip. Right. Doc is. Y'all know what that was, right? Yeah. Everybody knows. Well, so God could watch his team, watch right? Yeah. Hole in the roof. But it, it's been, what, so the roof's been closed for 28 years? God. Yeah, has it been closed for no, 28 no, years? No, 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 no. The curse been there for 28 years. How the curse go? Man, I so can't talk to you. Y'all suck bills. When the roof was open, the curse was there. Yep. But Doc knows now. Doc knows. Y'all different. Okay, let's talk about that other team in the NFC East, the one that has fallen on its face mask. A.J. Brown yesterday told the media in Philly that he is not mad at Nick Sirianni. He has no issue with offensive coordinator Brian Johnson or with Jalen Hurts. Listen to this. People say I'm beefing with Nick. I'm, I'm not mad at Nick. I don't, I'm not mad at nobody. Like, like we have a great relationship. We run with Nick. We run with Brian. We just got to come out. We just got to play ball. That's all it is. Like I said after the game, I said I was raised. If I had nothing nice to say, I'm not going to say nothing at all. So I'm not just about to continue to compound the negative with the negative. So you guys can write more negative stuff. And then on top of that, you know, everything that I do, if I say something, I do anything, I'm, I'm, I'm classified as a monster, you know, honestly, you know, and, it, and it's, and it's, Honestly, the, the, the opposite, you know? You saw my frustration on the field. It wasn't about the play call. It wasn't about none of that. It was about my guy getting banged up. And we're gonna need, I'm gonna need Smitty moving forward. Mm. So, Michael, hang on one second, because you do know AJ very well, but Keyshawn, are you buying what AJ is selling? Why, why, why you gotta, every show I go on mm -hmm. since I've retired, <laughs> and something comes up controversial about a wide receiver, I gotta always go first. <laughs> but that's fine, you I get it. No, I get it, We all got it, but no. you wrote the famous book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You wrote the You're famous book. The I right. 100%. You went and put it on wax. We were trying to do it, yeah. well, not necessarily quietly, but you put it on wax. 100% I agree with AJ Brown. I, I do. And part of it, Skip, is because I've lived it. I understand yeah. what I was doing on the sidelines mm -hmm. and in the locker room in different mm -hmm. places where people, your teammates will let you know, let people know whether or not you are a disruption to the team. They will let people know on sidebars. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, it's do blah, blah, blah. They will let you know. I tell people this all the time. Just because you read my body language doesn't mean me and the coaches are at odds. Yep. Doesn't mean I don't like the quarterback. Doesn't mean those sort of things. I, I, I went through it early in my career in New York. I'm standing on the sideline talking to my fellow receiver, Jeff Graham, and I'm looking at the score and I smirk because I can't believe that we getting shellacked this way. Coming out of USC, I'm used to winning. And I'm looking up and the first thing they write is I think it's a laughing joke. That, that, and so I can see that in the New York tab. Yeah, it was like yeah. some it's yeah. no laughing matter or some some weird New York Post stuff. <laughs> These things happen and it gets very frustrating because, again, like A.J. Brown said, you want me to respond to a negative. So it becomes a negative again. So you can write a negative story and create more hostility than what it's even worth. Mm. I don't have any issues with Nick Sirianni. I don't. You, you just don't. And I understand exactly what he's saying. That is the the passion that players like A.J. Brown play with, mm -hmm. okay? They just do. You, you is the fire in your eyes when something doesn't go right. You get kind of 
ticked off. It's not about the catches. But everybody always want to point to the catches. If me and you are having a conversation here on Undisputed Mm. and we're going passionate back and forward, first thing they're going to say is I don't like you or you don't like me. Well, that's a damn lie. It's just that we're in a barbershop type atmosphere and we're having a discussion Mm -hmm. that we raise our voices and do things and we use our hands and those sort of things. And and so I I agree with him 100%. It shouldn't even go down this way. They're losing. His production has slipped. And the quarterback's not playing all that well. The defense is not playing great. They look like that they're going to probably be the fifth seed. So people are looking for stories. And that is what happens. Right, and we're history We like to repeat history sometimes. And and I thought that was an interesting interview, listening to A.J. Brown. And it did take me back to T.O. It it took me back to T.O., watching in that press conference. And and I I remember T.O. in press conferences. I remember him in the driveway when when he got released and things go wrong. Looking weights in the driveway, doing sit-ups in the driveway. But, But as I was sitting here listening to A.J. Brown, and he said, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to be, I'm not a monster. I'm not a monster. So he's trying to tell you that I'm a team guy. I'm not so selfish that it's all about me. You know what I mean? I am a team guy. And I, and I sat there and thought, hmm, I was thinking, I wonder if you'd ever gotten that out of T.O. That tells you something right there. You know what I mean? It, he, he doesn't want to be a monster. He is part of the team. Yeah, I, I believe him when he says, I don't have a problem with coach. I don't have a problem with anything now. He has to say now. I had a problem with them not giving me the ball in the regular season, but now we're going into the playoffs. Oh, that's behind us. I didn't like how that thing finished, but now it is here. We're here. I can't hold on to that. There are some things you don't like, but that's okay. You got to put them behind you and move forward right now. And I thought that was big boy stuff that he just Mm. said. I thought that was a big boy moment for Philadelphia. You want a guy that's passionate like that. You want a guy that wants the football more than anything. You want a guy that believes he's the answer to help you win games. You you just want a guy to know, all right now, the team – this, this is bigger than anything. Never, we're in the playoffs now. It's not just about getting you passes because any mistake means we go home. And that, that press conference, that's big, man. I think that's a big moment for Philly. I, I, I believe what he said. It I've, skip, have a I've never met a, a top-flight wide receiver, like Hall of Fame worthy, that did not want it. And it, it showed the emotions. Only two guys, two guys. And both, one is already in the Hall and the other is going in the Hall. Larry Fitzgerald didn't show his emotions at all. He just was chill. And Marvin Harrison, just chill. Everybody else, they just, that's just, that's the position. That's what it is. It's the closest thing to the NBA that you have in your sport. It's an NBA type star position. It's human highlight film position. Okay, so you know AJ and, and you like him. I like AJ. Yeah. And I really liked what he had to say because this team needed that right here, right now. I think so, too. But I clicked on the thread because I saw him trending yesterday afternoon after this hit the the airwaves. And I read tweet after tweet from Eagles fans saying, we love you, AJ. You just saved our season. I, I don't think he saved their season. He said all the right things at the right time. But you hope he didn't save I, their well, season. Well, I, I just... I've told you from the start, that defense 
is not nearly what everybody thought it was or thinks it is now. They are flawed on defense. They've got severe issues where they replaced the coordinator and kicked him upstairs at mid, in midstream, and I don't think Matt Patricia is the answer on defense. And Kevin Byard wasn't the answer, and Shaq Leonard wasn't the answer. And on paper, they, they look great on paper, but they're aging in the defensive front, and they don't play up to their name value. When you look at them on paper, they're not playing up to their paper potential. And I, I think they're a broken football team on the defensive side. Late in the year, it's hard to flip a switch and suddenly say, here we go. You know, we got this now. My team's got problems, our team's got problems, and I'm not, I'm not talking about our team. I'm talking about their team. Beautifully said by him on offense, the, I love Jalen, but, but he has not played the way he played last year. I think he's in a bit of a, of a psychological slump that he's got to try to snap out of, and he has lost his rapport for the moment with A.J. All those things that he said will help them get back on track. But I don't think they can stop anybody. And when you can't stop anybody, you're going to have a hard time with Jalen Hurts trying to outscore the opposition. But but I believe the, the issue, what else, what else came between Jalen and, and A.J. Yeah. is the number of interceptions that Jalen has yeah. thrown this year. Now, remember, early on, that six-week span I gave yeah. you where A.J. took over, yeah. he was throwing up some I trust you balls. He go was. get it. Go oh, get it. And he went and got him. Now, when you got that many interceptions, that, that becomes the narrative. You're afraid of those passes. In the playoffs, that scare go away because you it start does. all Good new. Point. And he'll throw that ball back to A.J. in the playoffs. All right. And you're right, Keyshawn, I don't want them to go anywhere. But all. But, but we did our job and told the truth. Okay. We did uh, our job and told the truth. I'm going to tell you, they'll probably argue, okay. I'm going to tell you why C.J. Stroud should have made the Pro Bowl over Patrick Mahomes. I think it's pretty obvious. No mercy, no mercy. Back down. To me, the most glaring Pro Bowl snub was C.J. Stroud. I mean, for about three weeks on this show, we were talking about C.J. for MVP. Yet the three AFC quarterbacks chosen, Lamar, Tua, Mahomes, maybe partly on reputation. But if, if you look hard at it, C.J. had a more impactful season as a rookie for the Texans, the out-of-nowhere Texans, than Mahomes did for the Chiefs, who obviously struggled all season. I never like it that Pro Bowl voting has to be done this early and released for promotional purposes. Because in this case, if the now nine and six, uh, excuse me, now nine and seven Texans win at Indy this Sunday and make the playoffs at ten and seven, and CJ has another big game, that would cinch it for me, CJ over Mahomes for the Pro Bowl. So, Michael, help me out here. Agree or disagree? I like you know when I look at it and I look at the numbers: twenty-one TD passes, Stroud and. And 27 Mahomes, and Stroud missed some games. He did. You know, you, you look at the number 38-44 yardage and 41-83 But then Mahomes. you look at the and, and, and then you look at distance traveled. I'm, I'm with you in this. You look at distance traveled. Yeah. Where, where Kansas City is, where Kansas City was, yeah. and where Houston was when this, the whole thing started, Kansas City has fallen back. Houston has found heaven. They found heaven. I mean, you have to understand what this organization had been going through over the last few years, the land on Domenico Ryan, the land mm -hmm. on Stroud, and then those rookie receivers. Mm -hmm. 
Dale and all those guys, and to perform like this, to have that kind of defense and this kid leading it, absolutely I would put him in over, over Patrick Mahomes. I, I, I understand the honor and respect you give Patrick Mahomes. He certainly sure. deserves no, that. I, He's I earned agree. that. Yep. He's earned that. But this dude here, you're talking about, we just had him in the MVP race. We we're talking about he was in that race. So, yeah, absolutely. And I hope Pat, and I know he will, Pat will do the right thing and bow out. And I'm sure the next man up is C.J. Stroud, yeah. so he'll get that opportunity. But I know he wanted it off the rip because he's earned it off the rip. Yeah, he, he certainly earned it off the rip, no question about it. He missed games, and if you add those games that he missed, he right. get the calculations on the number. He's either equal or passing Patrick Mahomes. Right. His interceptions clearly are down. Way down. Compared Way down. to Patrick Mahomes. Remember Patrick's right. career high 14 to 5 for C.J. Right, Go for 5 ahead. 14, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't remove Patrick Mahomes. I would remove Tua mm. from the equation because <laughs> – and in Miami, people are going to scream at me, I'm sure. They will. They're going to go crazy. When I look at Tua, who's done a tremendous job this year, but when he can't get the football to Tyreek Hill, yeah. he's a different mm. player. Well, that's fair. He's just, a, di it's just yeah. a, different, he's a different player. A lot of his success basically hinges on Tyreek Hill yeah. being available mm -hmm. for him. When I look at C.J. Stroud, and I'm looking at Nico Collins, Dale, yeah. what's the dude, Noah Brown. Noah Brown. In, in a new situation. Shulks, new guys that he's raising up. Yeah, that, and, and so he surpasses that. Patrick Mahomes is going to get the benefit of the doctors of Patrick Mahomes. It's just, right. That's just what it is. You know, he's just going to get in. He can throw for 1,000 interceptions. He's getting in. That's just – so I don't even want to try to fight that. Okay. He's still a leader in the division. Yeah. They still going to – Go to the playoffs. You don't know how it's going to end with them in the playoffs. Doesn't look great, but it's still Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Where Tua's situation is the last week of the season, win and you win the division, you're still in the playoffs, but you'll be on the road if you don't win the division against Buffalo and Josh Allen coming in. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you, Skip. It might be a week too early. Mm -hmm. to, to, to do yeah, these votes. I'd like to see these results. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah do, do it the week of the playoffs or something yeah. along those lines. But, yeah, I think C.J. Stroud definitely deserved to be in, and he most likely will be in because sure. Lamar's going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I so that'll be a spot for him. Patrick mm -hmm. Mahomes most likely right. isn't going to want to do anything, and that'll be a spot for him. So he'll get in, but he probably, like you said, Michael, should have gotten in off the rip. Yeah, but and also, Tua led the number one offense. He did. You, you know, and I know yeah. Tyreek is a huge difference. You're right about no, that. No, he did. He, he led the number one offense. Yeah. Keyshawn, I, I'm, I've never been a Tua fan, but I had to give it up to him this year because he was just miraculous for long stretches. But then they go on the road to Buffalo, and to your point, you take that guy away, you take that Mount Rushmore receiver away, well, and then what happens? And go on the road to Philadelphia, and then what happens? And go on the road to Baltimore, and then what happens? So y y you have convinced me, because I'm not a fan in the first place, I was just sort of trying to honor what, what he's accomplished, because to Michael's point, they are still the number one offense one statistically. Offense. He, look, he one played offense. phenomenal. He did. It's for, not, him, it's nothing, for him, he really There's nothing against him. him. And, and, you only yeah, get three right. quarterbacks. And, and, I just and, don't think he's one of the three right, right now. Right, and, and to this point, we must admit this, we must – say this you talked about the most important ability is availability yes. and he's been available all 16 this week mm. this yeah. year yeah, for true. all games now shocking and that and that that yeah. is considering a great accomplishment 
by itself for him being available for all of those games. So that's yeah. distance travel. Okay, what, what hurt C.J. was he had the out-of-nowhere three-interception game, and we're like, well, he's just, he's just a baby. He just, it's going to happen. And, he, and, right. and it was shocking it hadn't happened yet, but it hadn't. Right. But, uh, five interception uh, games, because I've seen rookies and uh, paid managers. Uh, you can have five interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got banged up and missed a couple of games. And then we're like, well, wh- 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 where'd he go? Well, well, he didn't go anywhere because he turned around a franchise that was terrible last yeah, year, terrible. that had that high pick to be able to take him. And they either lucked into it or made it happen with CJ. I'm still not sure. There, there are reports that some in the franchise did want Bryce over right. CJ, but whatever, right. they, they got the right I guy. You know, I bet you ain't not standing up saying yeah. I was one that needed that. And, and, and the best part is, and that's why I say I thought it fell out right, fell out right, because D'Amico Ryan said it from day one. Yeah, he that, did. That's, that's my guy. He did. And he said it on draft. I told you I was coming to get you. Yeah. You're my guy. And that's why they have a great hey, relationship. To, to go from where they were last year, Let's say they win this game at Indy, and I give them a good shot. They're a point-and-a-half favorite at right. Indy. What if Bryce throws for 300 and three touchdowns and no picks, and, and they win? They're 10-7 and seven in the playoffs? Right. That's right. as pro bowl as you can right. get right. for yep. me. Yep. You, you're blessed, man. You, yep. you, you're in. Right? Yeah, no, he's, okay. he gonna, he's all right. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we got to talk about this to close this show because, wait a second. The Pacers have beaten Giannis and Dane? I just love it. Four out of five times this season? We got to talk about it. I love it. So, the Indiana Pacers have now beaten the Milwaukee Bucks four out of five times this season. Keyshawn, what does that tell you about the Bucks that many experts pick to win it all? Nothing. I just say it's a good matchup. In the East, it's just a it's one of those matchups, man, like anything. They see you a lot. This is not about Dame Lillard skip. It this is, is not one of those situations. Uh, you swung and missed again. No, because you you yeah. look, he minus 22, he had 23 points. He didn't shoot it well. Eight, six of eighteen. There's no uh, question about it. But it's not about that. All right. It's just not. And oh, I know Michael. where you're trying to go. I'm about but, uh, to go there. Listen, and, uh, well, I'm going to tell you this. It's about that dude right there, Halliburton. That's Halliburton. a different yeah, dude, man. That, that dude's dude. a different dude, he man. Dude. And watching him. Dude, yep. I, I, I know we were supposed to be talking about the Bucks, but I love watching this dude. And yep. when I watched him last night, he threw one pass. Then he walked. He was <laughs> high rise. He was like, this guy can't cover me. This, this guy. Right. I mean, he just, if he was in L.A., he would be a super, 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 superstar. Yep. That, with his style and class, all, all, that, all that stuff right there. Keyshawn, what happened was five straight times Halliburton outplayed dude, Damian Lillard. I'm dude, sorry, he different. just did, because look that at the different. numbers for the five games. Dame only averaged 25 and 6, but he shot dude. 32% from the floor in the five games and 27% from three, while Halliburton dude. was just lighting it up. And they do miss their defensive edge that got set. The tone got set by Drew Holiday, and they're not the same defensively especially against an Indiana that just runs and right. guns. And, and, and you know what? You, they, showed, yeah. they showed some highlights of, of, of Giannis trailing. And Giannis trailing. usually running up and no, down, no. but Giannis trailing that fast yeah, break. It's early but that, but that Indiana, that's a different fast break. That's a different fast break. They yeah. go, boy. They can run. Keyshawn, you got to give it up here. No, he did. Yeah. good. But that's it for like today's that. Undisputed. We are back tomorrow at 9.30 Eastern. And I can't talk about him like that. Yeah. If he was in the